Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you do my son? Bra, bra, bra! Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another 42 Level 1. I am one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy, and here with me tonight is the hostess with the mostess. Mr. Andy, I've got here as always. Are you having a port wine or something over there? What's going on with your no. voice? <laughs> I, I just, I just fancy trying out that voice. And we are live on allgames.com. You sound like <laughs> some sort of weird YouTube guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I hate those guys that do that. Yep. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, this is episode 227, Andy. Uh, tells me Ross is not with us tonight. He's with a friend just now. Um... So I hope his friend's okay. But Ross will be back next week with his top 50, which he has worked on. Um, but we will start tonight with Big Screen, Wee Screen. And this is the part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, where we talk about all the TV and all the movies that we have watched throughout the week. So, Andy, how about you go first? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, didn't watch any movies. Uh, TV shows uh, Gotham got caught up with. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a whole Batman discussion last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've for me they've gotten like so close to like Batman territory in this that Batman needs to fucking come in like now because they've basically set up like Gotham as it is when Batman is around. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they get him there sooner or later. Really well. Um, but yeah, I didn't really watch anything else to be honest. Just. The usual Flash Gotham. I haven't watched that at mm. all. No, nothing too exciting for me for watching this week. Uh, I did uh, Tyler Claus asking what did we think of the Thor Ragnarok trailer. I said, yeah, I did watch that. I watched that too. I, I I'll go it, first. I, okay, there you go. I liked it. I liked it. <clears throat> I do think they've gave Thor the personality that he had in the sort of spoof commercials. Which is good because Thor's kind of boring and he's thou have not he, thou do it. He only had one line in the trailer. In one line. Yeah, I just. <clears throat> well, at the start as well, like when he's talking direct to the camera. Yeah, I like that though. You like, I, I thought and it, was it feels cool, like. Yeah. I'm glad they've got confidence in the uh, galactic universe because it seems like they've just took half of the, the ships from Guardians and threw them at Thor. Um, <laughs> it feels like kind of Planet Hulk. I don't know why they wouldn't have just called it Planet Hulk. I don't think they can put Hulk in a movie title. I like Universal in it. Yeah. Or I, I think they'd yes. have to sh- they'd have to shell out a lot of money to be able to use the the Hulk name in a title. Yeah, because that's what this film feels like. Yeah, I mean, although Hulk is only in this trailer very briefly, but I thought the I thought the trailer was fucking excellent. 
Like, yeah, looks good. I, I Hopefully, it's I, better than the Dark World, which I thought was bollocks. Yeah, terrible, terrible movie. Like, uh, I mean, I, I knew this movie was going to be like pretty decent. Like, and it was clearly going to be better than the Dark World, but I didn't realize they were going like, like this with it. This like seems like a Guardians movie, but with Thor in it. Yeah, which which yeah, fucking excites it, me. <clears throat> yeah, that's what it feels like. So yeah, which makes sense trailer, because great like, music and everything as well. <clears throat> Because, like, obviously Asgard is part of the bigger, like, galactic part of mm. Marvel. Um, and obviously they didn't really know the reception until Guardians had released. But then Guardians got such a good reception that they've obviously decided, okay, yeah, Asgard is one of these. Yeah, and, like, they, they've probably, they probably went, well, we've got this great character who plays really well in the Avengers movies. And then in, in his first movie, he was actually pretty decent. And he did have, like, a lot of, like one-liners and like comedy moments and stuff like that in it um and then in the second movie the second movie was absolute dross just so drab and boring it was unreal i mean the best part of that movie was when captain america showed up for like two seconds that was the best part of that movie because it was like oh holy crap here's this and they're like okay well that's it done but yeah the rest of the movie was awful so yeah it looks like they're uh looks like they're they're gonna do a kind of cross between like thor one and like guardians which that's fucking great. Okay, so this is a bit of news. We don't normally do TV news, but <clears throat> this is movie news, sorry. Um, apparently six separate Batman films are rumoured to be released in 2019. Six. Um, okay, so you're getting the Gotham City Sirens, which is Harley Quinn-centric, uh, Nightwing, uh, Joss Whedon's Batgirl, The Batman, Apparently, another Batman movie about the long Halloween, which will be like a kind of prequel, and I'm not sure what the sixth one is. That that one will be like a cartoon one, will it not? The long Halloween. Oh. <clears throat> no, 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 no. These are all like DC Universe, um, and also Suicide Squad too. You can't have six live action Batman movies in one it's, year. It's you can't it's for do Batman's, that. It's it's for Batman's 80th anniversary. Yeah, fuck off, Batman. Don't be a dick. Well, they're not. They're not all full on Batman, like no, I know, but... and all that. <clears throat> I could see them much. doing that's it. Too, that's honest. too much. Like it's the Long really. Halloween is not going to be a live action movie. That's a cartoon. They're going to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I didn't. It's probably going to be an animated movie. That's what yeah, which, which is fine. Like because uh, obviously they did the Killing Joke and stuff like that, and those things can play off really well in uh, in the animated yeah. space, and you don't need to water them down so much. Like, if you did some of these in uh, in live action, you'd have to water them down a lot to be able to get them to pass ratings yeah. and all that sort of But if you do them animated, then you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah so what we're actually getting is Gotham City Sirens, Nightwing, Batgirl, The Batman, and Suicide Squad 2. They're, that's mm-hmm. believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's could see too that. much, I think, but, well. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not really interested in any, seeing any of those apart from maybe Suicide Squad. Well, I don't know. The Batman could be quite cool. Night Nightwing. I'm not overly fussed about Gotham City Sirens or Batgirl, but I mean, Joss Whedon's doing Batgirl, so Joss Whedon can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he said he came out and said that Phil Coulson was dead. Cunt. And Phil Coulson is not dead. Yeah, it's because he wanted him dead, but he doesn't get control over the he Marvel. He brought no Joss Whedon brought him back, and then. After he brought him back, he regretted it and went, oh, I wish I'd just left him dead. Oh, in the main universe, he's dead. You're like, fuck off, Joss Whedon. <laughs> oh, dear. So what, is he trying to say, Shields, a, side, a separate universe? Or? 
Like, I don't, I don't know, he's just... But, I mean, it's stupid, though, because it's, like, his brother that's involved in it, like, Jed Whedon, is, in, is uh, one of the EPs on S.H.I.E.L.D., so... It's, it's stupid. I mean, Joss Whedon, like, did the first episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so he knew that Coulson was fucking alive in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Joss Whedon. But, yeah, anyway... Uh, mixed so up character. 2019, 2019's The Year of the Bat. Um... Apparently as well, Carrie Fisher will appear in Star Wars Episode Nine as well. It's out this year, but not through CGI, which obviously means she filmed a hell of a lot of scenes. And yeah. as actors normally do, they end up in cut, cutting room floors or deleted scenes. But obviously, being Carrie Fisher, they're going to have to cobble them together and make them fit with the story of Episode Nine, which is a good yeah. thing as long as it makes sense, you know, and it's not just random Leia scenes. That's I don't know. We'll see. Um, I mean, but they, yeah, they, uh, they've they've done stuff like this before with. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as well. When he mm. died uh, during the shooting of the Hunger Games movies, he died like between uh, uh, Mockingjay Part One and Part Two. So, and he hadn't finished mm. shooting all his scenes, so they managed to uh, get everything in place for him That's... to still do uh, the same same role in the movie. Yeah. So anyway, I'll get I'll get through what I watched. I watched uh, Rogue One again because it came out in Blu-ray yesterday. Love that fucking film. Yeah. Uh, no. Not much more to say about it. Tasha, Tasha liked it as well. Like I did explain to her, you might not like it because there's no lightsabers. There's not a lot. Well, apart from five minutes at the end with Darth Vader, but she really liked it. She liked the K two S nine or whatever his name is, K two nine or whatever his name is. Um, everybody does it. Watches that film, but she was kind of like, "Oh, why have they all died?" And I explained, <laughs> "Okay, so this they couldn't be alive, or they would have to retcon why they weren't in the original trilogy." Yeah. But she was kind of impressed when I showed her instantly the opening scene of a new hope and how mm. it, literally it starts straight away like the ship getting fired at started at the end of rogue one yep so absolutely amazing ending perfect tied in um not much more to say about the film apart from i'm looking forward to episode eight <clears throat> okay so star wars rebels i watched that i'm not quite up to the darth, darth maul obi-wan uh but sabine left to unite mandalore at the end of the episode i just watched so she's not with the team at the moment it was a good episode but it it wasn't. It didn't add too much apart from like it was Sabine leaving to lead Mandalore because she's now got the dark saber. Which the cool thing is that that was mentioned in Rogue One. Um, uh, the although they called it the black saber in it, but it's the same thing. It's the lightsaber that was constructed by a Mandalorian years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I also caught the chopper ref- the chopper uh, cameo in Rogue One because obviously it's set at the same time as Rebels. I seen him and I heard that he, they've actually got his. Burp, 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 and he goes past them in the background. Uh, I also seen the ghost ship, which I did see the first time, but um, I didn't have to like specifically search for it. It's blatantly there, which is really cool that they tied it in with Rebels because in yeah, Star Wars, cool. everything is connected. Everything is connected. <laughs> um, no, I, like comics, books, uh, TV, and uh, everything is all connected now. Even the Lego game had canon in it, official canon, which is cool that they've done that and they're actually able to make it work unlike Marvel, but. It's because they've got got a team of guys that just sit and go, Canon, I am the Canon man. Yeah, they they do actually. It's called the Star Wars Story Group. Yep. Um, Okay, so I finished off Legion Season 1. Fucking phenomenal TV show. Cannot wait for Season 2. Um, I'm going to give a slight spoiler here because I was expecting some amazing big X-Men tie-in because you know how they said there was a direct reference to the bigger X-Men universe. All the reference was was Professor X because he started drawing pictures of his dad 
and he'd mm. done an impression and it sounded like Patrick Stewart, like that's who he was impersonating. Oh, nice. Um because he was in his he was in his mind trying to like um remember his dad and he drew a bald guy with mind powers. Um I found out who the villain was. I can reveal that if you want or can leave it if you're gonna watch it. Um hang hang fire for the moment. Okay. I'll hang fire because it was a big part of me trying to figure it out. Um, and you also seen Professor X's wheelchair in a flashback. You've seen like, him, obviously, as a child on the floor. And uh, you've seen the wheel of the wheelchair with the X in it. So that's Who a direct is... tie-in as well. Who's his mum in this? Uh, is, oh, what's her name? Summon Haller. Oh. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's his mum in the normal universe either. Like, I have no idea. Like, I don't think I've ever read a comic book about Legion, well, to be honest. Obviously... Obviously uses the name Haller, <clears throat> so he's, he's mum's son Haller. Um, but yeah, that's the same in the Legion uh, comic I'm reading too, so it's canon that way. But like he remembered basically what happened that his dad was fighting his great, well, one of his greatest enemies, and he had to hide his son. And basically, that's the villain in the series. But he grows, he draws like a cartoon in his mind, so it's like almost a wee animated thing of like Professor X using his mind battling this villain, mm-hmm. and then he had to hide, he had to hide Legion, obviously. Right. Well, David, okay. and it, it was quite cool. So I'm definitely looking forward to season two because there's an after credit sort of bit, which tells you I know exactly who the villain for season two is now as well. And it's basically he's got more control of his powers to the extent of where he's like cross-legged floating, like Dalzim from Street Fighter. Honest. So it's basically this was an origin story. And the, the, throughout the whole series, remember how I said some episodes, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> By midway and by the end of the show, it becomes more structured. And I read up on it. Apparently, that was the director trying to like show you that in his mind he was all fractured and trying to piece stuff together and get control of himself. And that's why the episodes were so hectic at the start and jumping from scene to scene because it was to show his show his mental state at that point. And that's why by the last episode, where it's very by the book and straight start to finish, clear story. Um, but he's also said that Legion is just at the fringe of discovering what he can actually do. Okay. So. Really good. Really recommend it, man. I'll, I'll get round to it at some point. I mean, it, it does sound interesting to me, so I'll, I'll definitely check it out. It's only only eight episodes, so yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the second season of more because it's been so popular. Um, the only other thing I watched was a documentary. I was going to watch Interstellar, um, but then I seen it was three hours long, and I was like, I don't have enough time to invest three hours in Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> um, so I watched I watched a documentary called Supersonic, which is the Oasis film um, about the band Oasis. Obviously, nothing <laughs> that's surprising. A, about that's it. a bit. That's a bit like of a jump. You're like, oh, I'm going to watch this like space movie, and then yeah. instead I'll watch an Oasis documentary. Get about. Get about. Get about gamer, get about books. Um, <clears throat> basically, like nothing surprising, and everybody from the nineties knows who Oasis are. And it was just talking from the start to the end of the band. Um, they made a good point that getting a quarter million people to watch them at Nebworth will never happen again because basically the year after that, the internet and celeb culture happened, and people can now watch bands online, and will never be a gathering that size ever again for a band. And I truly believe that um not that i was the biggest oasis fan um but by the end liam was definitely trying to look like john lennon 100 percent. by the end of like obviously it goes through the years of oasis and tells the stories and mm-hmm. his interviews with a lot of the guys but by the end with his long hair and glasses it was just like you're not john lennon you're not <clears throat> so i, I wouldn't never, advise watching it never been the biggest fan of oasis they, they've got some good yeah. like some good songs that, but that, they're twats. They're twats and not likable well, people. Like I've seen, I've seen the Nowhere Left to Run, the Blood documentary, and 
all four of those guys seem likable in their own way. Like, they seem nice guys. The two of these brothers just seem like twats. Absolute twats. Um, no, no redeeming qualities from either of them. But, like, um, yeah, that was all I watched. Basically, watch, watch Legion, anyone listening. If you're kind of on the fence like I was, just dive right in. And if it's confusing, it all becomes clear by the end. And like I've kind of explained why it was so confusing, because he was trying to get control of his mind. Most of your questions are answered in a good way, but they still leave some open, obviously, because they have to for the second season. But, yeah, really enjoyable. Um, I really hope that McAvoy or Patrick Stewart or both get a cameo and it's what they're working towards by the mid-season for season two they've, they've been talking about so that'll be cool um, so uh, yeah that's it so let's move on to Level Up and this is part of the show where we talk about all the games and all the gaming news um, I have played every one of the PS Plus games if you want to do plus points this week or have you not played them all? Yeah, I've played them all to some extent yes Awesome, so we'll do plus points at the end of the news before we crack into what we're playing. So, Andy, what's new in the video game news? Okay, so first of all, uh, NBA Playgrounds is coming out on Switch, Xbox One, and PS4 in May. I like this. Like, I was a big fan of the NBA Jam. That was the only game me and you ever played online in PS3, NBA Jam. (laughs) That's right, yeah. uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't choose you in a, a team. Basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I've got to say about that. Um, but I'm a big fan of team playing NBA Jam either. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I, I've I've been a big fan of these since like the Mega Drive. I think the first NBA Jam I played. And uh, then they brought out the NBA Street Series, remember, on the PlayStation 2. And it kind of went away after that. Like, you never really seen much of it. Well, never seen anything. They'd done an NBA Jam, like, HD remaster that was talking about the PS3. But yeah. this style of basketball has kind of went away. And I prefer it, like, three-on-three, fast-paced, over-the-top action. And very excited about this game. Is it is it getting a physical release or just digital? I, I would imagine just, just digital for this one. Yeah, if uh, if it does get a physical release on Switch, I'll buy it. If if not, I won't. Yeah, because you're now going to collect all the Switch games. That that's my that's my plan. I don't know if it will pan out. I did I did make the decision because I I need to collect something because it's do you know like do you know what you I, I don't know why I just really want to collect something. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try to collect all the Switch physical games, and we'll see how that goes. Um obviously there's not too many out just now I'm only missing like a couple like out of the ones that are out so far Just Dance and uh, Lego City that just came out Lego City I can wait till it becomes a bit cheaper I'll buy Just Dance on payday though but Um, but I did I did decide I did decide that I'm going to collect something else that I'll talk about in the uh, in the what I've been playing but although I haven't actually played any of the games Um, (laughs) okay uh Okay, it's been estimated that it costs around two hundred and fifty-seven dollars to make one Switch console. That's quite cool. high. It's kind of high, but I mean, I mean, usually, like, uh, obviously, that doesn't include shipping or anything like that. But usually, like, when a console manufacturer makes a console and then ships it, they're making like ten to twenty dollars on each console, like p- pure profit. That's kind of around what it is, or they break even. Something around that, or sometimes they even make a loss on it, like the fucking PS3, somehow. Yeah, yeah. Even though it was what six hundred pound. <laughs> six hundred pounds, and I think they lost two hundred pounds in every console. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's because the way, the way that was made. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they 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 know basically the console manufacturers, all of them know how to now make a small profit <clears> off of each 
uh, unit, which is good because obviously they need to make profit to keep keep going on. Um, <clears throat> and uh, obviously they make they make their real money from the games as well. Uh, in 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 quite surprising news, I thought to be honest, uh, FIFA 17 is uh, coming soon to EA Access and uh, Origin Access. They do it after a year. Yeah, but this is too soon. Like, I don't think they should. <laughs> they really shouldn't put this out until the last, until the new game comes out. That that's what well, I, would I wouldn't say so. I would say at the end of the season. Even yeah, I mean, even that like end of the season's what June ish. I think I can't remember what it's for football. But, because I haven't bothered with, with football for the last couple of years, but but I'm sure it's like end of May, June sort people, of time. Pe- people are going to stop buying physical when they click onto this because I've I, I've already said I'm not buying NHL 18 this year on launch day. Not a chance. No, I, I, like and I, there's no point if I can wait four months. Fuck it, I'll get it for free. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what I usually do, like I, I I do buy pairs every year, and every year I question my decision when I buy it, like round about day one or week one. Um. And I go, oh, do I really need to buy it? I'm still enjoying the last version, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I did it with Pez this year, and it it's a great game. But it it came on sale, like, a couple of weeks ago for seven ninety nine. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I'll, just, I'll buy it then. Like, I'll, yeah. Because I, I'm not in any rush, particularly, to buy the new one. Like, Although, like I say, I'm not really watching football anymore. I still enjoy playing the game when it comes out. I hate FIFA, though. Fucking despise FIFA. It just does not feel right in any way. None of the games since, like, uh, what, 98? World Cup 98, I think, was the last one I enjoyed, the last FIFA game I enjoyed. So, I mean, you're talking, what, 20 years nearly? <laughs> it's the last time I enjoyed a FIFA game. So that's 20 FIFA games that I have not liked. <laughs> uh, Marvel Heroes has announced that they're bringing a version of it to PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, this version's called this Marvel Heroes like sh- Omega. <laughs> It looks and, like a shit version of DC Online. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same, basically the same game that's been out on PC for a few years. I don't know if you ever played it. It's just called Marvel Heroes no. on uh, on PC, but it's like free to play. And you, I believe, how it worked is you could you got one character that you could choose from a small selection of characters, and then any of your other characters you had to either unlock them using like in-game purchases, or you could unlock them by like paying a fee. And basically, the the fee worked out about. I think it was twenty dollars a character, or ten dollars a a skin. So like a, for co- yeah. a costume for any character. So like if you wanted, if you wanted to buy Hawkeye, and Hawkeye's <laughs> like Avengers Why? skin, it's going to cost you thirty. Well, just for example, it's going to cost you thirty dollars, so like twenty twenty five pound. I I don't know if they're going to be quite as mercenary with it on console, but like supposedly the storyline in it was all right. I'm sure it was written by uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Who's a good comic book writer? Yeah, but but I haven't said that. Like the gameplay is not like really up to that much. It, instead of instead of getting into this, go and buy Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two, which are on sale in the UK store just now for nineteen ninety nine for the two of them. That's a good deal. That that's what I'm going to do because ten pound for each of those games is what you would pay for them uh, second hand from on PS3 right now. So I'm happy to to pay that price to get them on PS4. So I'm finally going to buy those games because it's it it's wasn't the like right price online... forty five pound. Yeah, definitely not. Like twenty pound is fine. Like Marvel Ultimate Alliance Two is fucking incredible. The first one's all not bad, but like the second one is amazing. Great game. Do you know what? I say that now, right? And I'll I'll buy it and I'll play it and I'll probably hate it. <laughs> but this feels too old. I don't like this. Yeah. 
Um, okay, Call of Duty is getting a movie. Yay. <laughs> and it's uh, going to draw from Black Ops and Modern Warfare. I mean, it's kind of not a surprise, to be honest, that that is getting a movie, is it? No, not at all. I mean, they've already got that one. I don't know if you've ever had it at work where it's called The Call to Duty, and they've done it in no. the Call of Duty font. Yes. And it's like, you know the one I mean, and it's like what Ross was talking about the other, a few weeks ago where it was like, they always bring out these fake, like, aliens and predators movies. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the cash-in movies, essentially. <clears throat> yeah. That, that these studios, they go, oh, that movie's coming out. Okay, like, like couple of weeks after that comes out of the cinema we'll put out the straight to dvd pile of garbage that kind of like has a similar font to it and has a similar <laughs> yeah like, yeah okay good luck with that uh the uh there was a terraria spin-off in the works um however the uh developer has been ditched from the project essentially because the game's well behind schedule so yep. essentially they were they were making some kind of spin-off game and uh, i think it was like a, i'm sure it was a space-based one and uh the I'm not, I'm not. Can't remember the company that makes the radio, but they basically went in and looked at the project and went, "Yeah, you guys are not fucking making this anymore. Go away." And they've probably taken over the development themselves. Yeah, that's a good decision for them to have the balls to do that. They should have just made it themselves in the first place. Like, surely the radio is done with. They don't. They're not working on that anymore. So, <sighs> Terraria's bollocks anyway. I, I didn't like it. I can understand why kids might like it, but I, I did not like it. Minecraft, Minecraft that I've really liked and it, it <clears> plays <throat> and feels good. Terraria does not. It like it feels the, just horrible to play. The one that the kids are playing now is that Roblox. That's what they're always going about. Yeah, Roblox. Some free to play nonsense on the PC. All these these yeah. games always pick up traction, like stuff like that. Robocrafts, another Bunch. one. I'm su- surprised Lego Worlds hasn't picked up as much. It looks actually quite good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will get that. I will get that at some point. But I think that they've kind of missed the boat with Lego Worlds because Minecraft. <laughs> it kind of fills that hole. Yeah. That <laughs> like you're just <clears throat> putting out Lego Worlds is really just trying to be Minecraft, you know? Yeah. Which I mean, Lego. I mean, like, done, it looks Lego should have done it years ago. If they did it, if yeah, they'd it, thought ahead and done it before Minecraft did it, then they'd have, they'd have yeah. made, like, oh, I mean, Lego's one of the biggest companies in the world, even right now, like, but they would have been even bigger. I mean, look how big just the Minecraft brand is. Like, it's worth billions of dollars. Oh, know. You know, it's fucking crazy. Um, according to a poll, some teens <clears> think <throat> that Xbox is cooler than PlayStation. <laughs> a stupid fucking poll. The only poll. <laughs> a total of 1,600 people, which was over two different questionnaires asking them different questions, and yeah, I, I really an absolute shithole. Uh, we can see from the sales figures that everybody pretty much universally thinks that PlayStation is better than Xbox. I mean, PlayStation has done double the sales of Xbox One. Like, that is a fucking yeah. slaughter. Like in terms of the uh, the market share, that's insane. I mean, if you look at like uh, if if you look at say smartphones right now, you've got like Samsung and iPhone uh, or Apple. Samsung and Apple pretty much have like an even split on the market share, and then there's everyone else. Yeah, but like my <laughs> Sony is like absolutely killing Microsoft, and Nintendo's kind of just <clears throat> picking up the the, the well, they've scraps. Just, they've just started. Yeah, yeah but. 
Yeah, I think the switch will do really well going forward. But we're, I love we're, it. Like, yeah, somebody, made a, tweet that it, made yeah. A <clears throat> somebody made a good point. Somebody made a good point. Like, uh, if the new Scorpio can't be played in the toilet, two out of ten will not buy. <laughs> it said <laughs> switch should be the switch should be the yardstick which all future consoles are measured by. And that's when that picture that I sent you was like this: the PSP with the two Dual Shocks at the side. Yeah, <laughs> and it said Sony's engineers right now. I <laughs> I I called that a few weeks back, and I wouldn't be surprised if they at least attempted it. You know. Hmm. Going by the uh, Switch sales so far, yeah, I mean it's sold what like one point five million already. That's good, like mm-hmm. for a for a launch. Like I mean, it's been out for a month, one point five million. That's solid. I mean, it's kind of comparative to what like what the Wii U did, and I mean the the Wii U did all right at launch, but then it just fell off a cliff. But the Switch, obviously, it's got Mario coming out in in December. It's going to yeah. be another bump from that. So Switch is going to be absolutely fine. And like those two, like the initial launch bump and then the, this Christmas bump that will come up, like those two, those two tent poles are going to like see it through and. Uh, people see the potential, like developers see the potential of it, and they're they'll be making games for it and trying to bring over some of these games, like Overwatch and shit like that. Like the, uh, I think it's the director of Overwatch who's talking, or the producer of Overwatch who's talking about Overwatch like, how much would be he, phenomenal, wouldn't it? Yeah, like how much he likes the Switch and how he'd love to be able to get Overwatch to run on it. Uh, they haven't said that they're doing it, but they haven't ruled it out either. So it's kind of <clears> something that they'll. They'll look into. I think that Splatoon's going, Splatoon and Mario Kart, when these come out, are going to be a good kind of uh, like a yardstick for Overwatch to see if it would be able to handle yeah, think, uh, online stuff. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Mario Kart's next week, so yep, Tw- twenty. Well, no, two weeks, twenty eighth. Two weeks. Sorry, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, I, I'm. I've got it pre-ordered. I'm getting it. I can't not. Um, but I mean, like, do you not remember they'd said that uh, World of Warcraft was coming to the Wii U though as well, and it never happened. <clears throat> yeah, I mean <laughs> that's a bit no. <laughs> Why would you do it? Why would you ever bring World of Warcraft to the console at this point? It's a fucking dying thing. Yeah, there's no need for it. Okay, the uh, near automata shipments and digital sales have passed a million units, which is very good for that game. Like, it looks terrible. <laughs> you, you know, you say that right, but I think it looks fucking awesome. Like I will buy, I will buy this game at some point when I've got a bit more time and I'm not like playing three massive. It games looks weird. It's looks very weird. weird, very weird. Did you ever play the original Nier on the PS3 or the Xbox 360? No. It's no. it's one of the strangest games that you'll ever come across. Like it's it's like a action RPG by Square, but it's also got like uh, shooting elements in it, and it's got like so much just weird shit and it's like such a weird story and you have to beat the game like three or four times to get the actual to get the ending of the game which, mm. which is very weird because like if you beat it once they're like okay play it again like that's pretty much what the ending says like play it again mm. <laughs> like, okay and i think this one's the same like you have to beat it like three or four times to experience the the actual ending and whatnot but weird weird game but i i'm definitely going to grab it at some point it's, it's another one of these like PS4 exclusives, fucking hell! It's April and you've already got like five huge PS4 exclusive games out already. That's crazy. And they're all like, I, even though I'm not keen on near it, it got like nine out of tens as well, like Horizon did. Yep, yep. you've got Horizon, Near, Neo, uh, Persona Five, and I can't remember the other one. But yeah, there's like there's five out already. That's mental. Ep- yeah, yeah, Persona. But yeah. Like what the fuck has Xbox got? Halo Wars two. 
<laughs> I mean, come so on. To be fair, X- Xbox has got nothing just now, being honest. No. Uh, the Quantum Break engines also, this is another new story, is getting mm. used in PS4 for a new game. I mean, that is not surprising. Like, Quantum Break's actually a really good game, and I- I'm looking forward to see what the developers can do um, for their next game. It doesn't matter what platform it's on. Like, I, I would happily buy it based on like, the fact that Quantum Break was great. If it came out on only Xbox, then I'd just buy it there. Or mm. PC. Because obviously Quantum Break was on PC as well. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Xbox, though, Xbox did come out and uh, revealed the uh, specs for Project Scorpio this week. <laughs> and and large, largely it's kind of what we knew already, but uh, basically they revealed it in a cool way, actually, because usually they would like do a press conference or like <clears throat> release the information direct on their website like xbox.com or microsoft.com or whatever but they've released it through uh Eurogamer's Digital Foundry which Digital Foundry if you don't know they are the basically they're basically the tech gurus they are the guys that put up the videos where they compare they compare frame rates and and stuff like that across different consoles and they go real in depth on like analysis of tech data like so in depth, it's unreal. Um, but yeah, so they've chosen to do that through Digital Foundry because that's where the audience for this type of content is. So, like the people that want to play like these high graphical intensive games at the highest settings on on PC and stuff like that, they go to Digital Foundry and it's and on console as well. They go to Digital Foundry to see information about them. Where does where does the game run the best? Like, does it go? Does it run best on Xbox One or PS Four? That sort of thing. They go to Digital Foundry to find out that information. So it's really smart for them to announce it there. Uh, Sony could have done this with a Pro as well, and I think the Pro would have got a better reception <laughs> when, it, uh, when it was first initially an, like revealed. Because <laughs> if you're... I don't know I don't know if you ever watched it, but like their like uh, review for the PS4 Pro was awful. It was one of the worst like press conference things I've ever seen. It was so confusing and like convoluted and boring. It was terrible. But like the way Microsoft's done it is like, They've put it in like a tech spec setting and just given you the <clears throat> direct tech specs, which makes absolute sense. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be capable of running uh, 4K games at 60 frames per second, which is pretty fucking crazy because you need a beefy, beefy PC rig to do that. Like, my PC can't do that at all. Not even close. At all. <laughs> So you you need to you need probably like if you're gonna do like a 4K rig now, you're probably talking a grand, easy. Yeah. Now I don't think the Scorpio is going to be that expensive. It looks it kind of looks like it's going to be around 500 pounds, ish. That's that's kind of that's kind of my guess on it. But but yeah, so it's going to be able to do that. It's obviously got the six teraflops and whatnot. It outperforms the PS4 Pro and basically every single uh, department, which is what it needed to do. Uh, I don't know if they said if it's got a 4K Blu-ray player in it, but I can assume that it would, because the Slim has one, and why wouldn't it? If the yeah. Slim's got it, it, and it has a one terabyte hard drive, so. Uh, all good news for me. Um, the, the one interesting thing that they've said is that it's going to improve performance across every single game. So, yeah, that's a bit which... Nice. <clears throat> which is which is something that the uh, the PS4 Pro doesn't do that. No. Like it doesn't improve load times or like frame rates. Uh, frame rates on every game. It's like patched games. It'll improve. Yes, uh, other ones it might upscale them a little bit, but it doesn't improve 
like frame rates on like your unpatched games, uh, and it doesn't improve anything for any backwards compatible games. Oh wait, there aren't any. Um, but yeah, the 360 games as well. Load times and frame rates are going to be improved on the on the Scorpio over the Xbox One. That's fucking cool. <clears throat> like that. That's really good. And obviously, the Scorpio is going to come out, and it's going to have this massive back library of games that you're going to be able to play and are going to play best on Scorpio, which is what they're going to use as their marketing term. They'll <clears> they'll come yes. out at E3 and go play best plays best on Scorpio, plays best on Scorpio for every single game. <laughs> Yep. Which I think it's really cool. So if you want that kind of graphical performance and you don't want to like build a custom build a PC or spend thousands like getting a PC that's capable of 4K gaming, this is a way to do it without breaking the bank. Obviously the the Pro does 4K to a certain extent, but it doesn't do it as well as the Scorpio does it from all accounts so far. Obviously we've yet to see the retail units in action, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, and I, and I, th- I think you're right though like with uh, Microsoft they've kind of I think the games that they might have released around this time they've held them back to put them out with with alongside the Scorpio so they get oh, spe- they get like <clears throat> yeah so they get down. yeah exactly things like that so that you'll get like Crackdown come out and uh, I can't even think of the other ones that have been announced but I think that they'll announce other games at E3 and they'll say coming this fall on Scorpio, which which I think is the smart thing to do because it is whilst it is like a a half gen step type thing, um, it's it is an iterative con- iterative console. It is kind of an next gen console as well, so they kind of want to have a a launch lineup sort of thing for it as well, which the Pro didn't have. No, no, not at all. And it will also allow them to do like what Sony's done really well is do bundles. Sony's done so many bundles. Like a PS4 bundled with Horizon. Bundled with Neo. Bundled with Uncharted. They've done bundles for like every single Temple release. Every single one. Which is crazy. But it's fucking worked for them. Look how many consoles they've sold. So I think Microsoft will come out and do that. And they, they, They've started doing it with the S. They chucked in Battlefield 1 and FIFA 17 and stuff like that when it was coming out. So they're going to do that. Double down on that for the uh, for the Scorpio. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely buy one, and um, probably day one, because the, yeah, obviously there's there's been one or two things that I want to go and play on Xbox, and uh, because I I've started getting a Mass Effect now, I'd I'd love to go back and play the original trilogy, and this is going to be the best way to play them because it's upscaled and <clears throat> uh, performances improved and whatnot. So yeah, I'll definitely check them out on on that at some point. <clears throat> um, but yes, next news story. But yeah, Pro, uh, uh, sorry, the Xbox One Scorpio. You still still gonna be on day one? Me, yeah, probably. Um, you know, I buy, I've bought most console iterations since the PS3, so <clears throat> I need it basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got the Pro though, so I mean, you don't necessarily need to have. <clears throat> Yeah, but I play just as much games, and the fact that it's double backwards compatible, like it, yeah, it's true. My library is going to be insane when I get that thing. Um, plus, if it makes games look better, like I probably won't get round to the Mass Effect trilogy until I've finished Andromeda now, <clears throat> even though I was playing it. So, uh, yeah, that's how I'll play it too. 
Nice. Um, Unch- Uncharted 4 won the uh, best game at the BAFTA Awards. Mm, yeah, not surprising. I mean, like, why the fuck does it take so long? Like, game of the year is done. Months ago, it's April. Like, Jesus Christ. But, I, I mean, don't know how these things work. But I, I think this is this is just where they do the BAFTAs every year. But I, I don't know if they include... Do they include games that came out, like, between like, um, January and now? Like, who knows? Because I would argue Zelda's better than Uncharted. Mass Effect's probably better than Uncharted. Um... Horizon's probably better than Uncharted, you know? Like, I would say Zelda's better. Yeah. Zelda's, Zelda's 100% better. Ah, you fucking dick. Are you playing Zelda right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Uh, apparently, there's one final game to still come out for the Wii U, Ali. What the fuck? <laughs> nope. Why? Why? Why are you doing this? Uh, Darksiders, the War Mastered Edition, is not cancelled on the Wii U. It is still coming out, and it has a release date, which I believe is, like, May. Like, I mean, it must be so far along in development that they're like, well, it's going to cost us more to cancel it than it is to just yeah. put it out. Like, and just sell four out. copies. <laughs> and sell four copies, yeah. This is going to be one of the rarest games on the Wii U, like, for collectors. So if, if you're, like, thinking of, like, buying a game for an investment, this is one to buy. Zelda is going to be, like, rare-ish for the Wii U, but this will be rarer. Because who the fuck is going to buy this? No yeah, one Darksiders won on the Wii U after it's been announced that it's dead. Yes, and and like it'll probably come to the Switch as well, seeing as it's it's there. You know, they might as well fire it on the Switch as well because it's it's out for PS4 and Xbox One and all that shit. So uh, if you do, if I would suggest only buy it if you want to collect Wii U games or if <clears> you plan to sell it to a collector somewhere down the line. Um, but if you do want to play the game. Buy it on PS4 because right now in the PS4 Humble Bundle, it's in that, and you can get it for like ten dollars along with a bunch of other games, including Dark Tiders Two Remastered. Uh, this is for US accounts only, but you can easily make a US account if you're in the UK. Yeah. Uh, okay, the uh, the developers of Candy Crush King uh, are making a Call of Duty mobile game. <coughs> Great. Just exactly what we wanted. Uh, I mean, game of the year. <laughs> is it going to be a first-person shooter game? Because those <clears throat> generally Probably don't not. handle well. Uh, but what can it be if it's not a first-person shooter game? A card it'll game? It'll be like, like, like the last one that came out. It'll be like that, like the last one that came out. Have they done one in mobile before? Like, I don't think I've ever played one. Yeah, they have. It was called like Strike Team or something, and it was like a top-down sort of thing. Ah, right. Okay, so like commandos type thing. Yeah. Okay. Fuck off. Right. Okay. Uh, Sonic Runnels <laughs> Adventure has been uh, leaked. Looks like uh, it's going to be a mobile game. IKEA. Sonic Runnels. Um, and basically, it's just sequel to Sonic Runnels that was on the uh, on the mobile. Yay. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll check it out. Sonic Runnels two. Sonic Dash was the one in the mobile. Yeah, but they had one called Sonic Runners before. That was oh, so they did. Yeah, yeah. So no, I think it was 3D, but but uh, apparently it was actually a very good, like sort of version of that type of game. But it was just really badly gated with microtransactions and whatnot. Fuck! Fuck off! I'm doing a test of strength in a in a tempo. I can't stop. I hate those. You hate them. I hate them. 
Like, I, I love all the puzzle temples. I don't like the Tesla Strand ones. I just leave. I'm like, nope. Uh, I'm not doing this. Until I've got, like, a really good sword, I think. I'll go back once I've got the Master Sword. Um, okay, if you're in the UK and you own an Xbox One of any kind, uh, you can now watch TV on your console for free without having a free view box or any shit. Fuck. Xbox is going back to its original vision now of uh, <laughs> TV, 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 all in one box, all in one box, all in one, sports, sports. Call of Duty, like all that shit. Really weird that this is happening now. But, yeah, I mean, if there's a market for it, go for it. It doesn't cost any extra for the users to use it. So, apparently, there's like, you can get a bunch of channels on it and uh, you can pay to get extra ones. I'm not quite sure how that works or if uh, if you require a TV license to use that service. So, I would look I'm into that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, It'd be handy for you. Yeah, but honestly. Uh, like I mean, I cut the TV cord, like in terms of, like the license fee and all that shit. Maybe like a year ago or so, and I have not missed it one single bit at all. Netflix, Amazon Video, that is all I need. Plus, like Showbox and and whatnot. That's all I need. I, I don't need to watch live TV. I don't watch the soaps. Don't give a fuck about them. So I don't <clears> need no live TV. <clears throat> Um, apparently, uh, Chrono Trigger, the, the developers of Chrono Trigger, are bringing a Chrono Trigger game to the Switch. Now, whether or not this is a remake of Chrono Trigger or a sequel to it, we don't know. Uh, both, I think, would be very welcome. Uh, I've never played Chrono Trigger, Ali. Have you, have you ever I've played, played it? it? Yeah, I played it in a PlayStation 1, I want to say, or PSP. Not sure. Yeah, I, I think it came out for PS1, and I believe it came out on the ds as well yeah it did yeah <clears throat> they, they did like a sort of maybe a remaster of it type thing on the ds and it's supposed to it be was, one of the best rpgs of all time it was okay i preferred the uh, vagrant story which was set in the same oh, world yeah. as final fantasy 12 remember that one mm. oh you fucking dick how did you do that one hit i hit you <laughs> uh, persona 5 has shipped over 1.5 million copies worldwide massive massive for a game like that like well, although Persona's pretty popular, like that's a huge number for the for that game. It's only been out like a week. Like that's fucking huge. A lot more than I would have expected, to be honest. I'm not playing Zelda. Uh, <laughs> the NES game Mystery World Dizzy has finally come out after more than two decades <laughs> of being in the wild. Like what the fuck is so? Is this out on NES or is it just? Like the wrong sure. thing dumped. But yeah, so you can go sure. and find it. You you can go and find it. Whatever, wherever you might find oh. it. I, I don't think I need to play that. <clears throat> Breaking news: Black Ops Two is finally backwards compatible on Xbox One. Yeah, I did see that. Which people have been asking that for that for a long time. So expect a uh, price jump tomorrow. Yeah, from four pound to twelve. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I'm surprised. Like to be honest, that it hasn't. I'm sure it did go up a bit earlier. Like not today, but. It's been creeping up. Yeah. People know it's coming. It's it's on sale on the store though. Okay. If you want to get it? How much is it on the store? I'm, I'm uh, not going to buy it personally. But... It's down to fifteen ninety nine. Hmm. It's not that bad. I'm not going to buy it. I don't like Black Ops. Copy. Never have. No, I, I hate Black Ops as well. So not <clears> for... <throat> uh, Elder Scrolls Online has gone free to play for one week. It will take you a week to download it. Do you know that I think they're doing this as a tester? This is their tester to go. Okay, it's free to play for a week. Let's see 
what sort of if, like a, a bump we get off of that yeah and if it doesn't then we know we've not got a good game but it's going to get cancelled soon anyway <laughs> because it's shit it's really well bad. it's it's definitely not going to get cancelled because they're bringing out another expansion for it like in june july uh, morrowind expansion is coming out for it so it's definitely uh, yeah. getting cancelled anytime soon so they are i forgot like, don't get me wrong, there's some parts it's enjoyable, but it's it's just, uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah. You know. I mean, just just to be clear, it is, it is a free-to-play game, but you have to buy the game, first of all. So this this is basically them letting you trial the game for a week for free and, yeah. like, obviously play it online. Uh, if you do decide to buy the game afterwards, then all your progress will carry over. Uh, the game you can buy for under £10 right now. Like it's probably worth that. I mean, I bought it day one. I think it was, and it's it wasn't worth the price I paid for it. Like, yeah, I, I'm really glad I didn't buy it because it was one of those games that I'm like, yep, this is all for me. Blah blah blah. But I'm glad that I did not grab it because, yeah, I tried it and fucking hated it. I thought it was awful. Just I wanted it to feel like Skyrim, and it did not feel like Skyrim or Oblivion for that matter. Like, didn't feel like those at all. Just the no. gameplay felt totally different. Really weird. Even though it's even though it's the it's... same. It's a prequel to this story as well. It's set yeah, years yeah, years. it's set years and years before. <clears throat> and it just didn't feel right. Like to me, it didn't feel like an Elder Scrolls game. So that's why I didn't like it. So that's that. What? Um, yeah, there is a direct event about to start. Uh, Nintendo Direct uh, is going to be covering Splatoon two and Arms mainly, and they're also going to. Uh, Nintendo's also going to tease more information about Nintendo 3DS and Nintendo Switch games that are on the way. Presumably those will be indie games. Uh, we will see, like, if anything pops up in amongst that, we will uh, we'll talk about it as we go. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was all the news that we had. Yes. Is it not tomorrow? Like, on the website, it says April the 12th. Oh, it is tomorrow, you're right. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's tomorrow, so we won't talk about any of those things. We'll talk about them next week. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, is that's that all, all the news? news. Yeah, okay, the so news. <clears throat> what we're going to introduce this uh, month, and we're going to do it every month because I think it's a good way to like at least try the plus games because I needed an excuse too because you know me, Andy, I avoid every single fucking one of them usually. Um, so that every month we're going to play the PS4 ones specifically um, that come out and we're calling this Plus Points. Okay, so the games that we had this month for PS4 were 10 Second Ninja X, Drawn to Death, Curses and Chaos, and Lovers in a Dangerous Space time yeah. <laughs> um, so Ross isn't here for this month but you can probably join in next month um, <clears throat> so we'll start with 10 second ninja Andy if you want Okay. Yep. It's, it, I found this kind of fun uh, the difficulty spikes right away though it reminds me of Cloudberry Kingdom and Super Meat Boy um, there was a humorous start to it you're a ninja a bad pirate stole your friends and he wants to test you in his spaceships or pirate ship whatever it is basically you can double jump through ninja stars and you have to finish the levels in 10 seconds that's yep. all I've got for it <clears throat> yep uh, I tried it on PS4 as well um, it's not suited to playing on PS4 it's much more of a uh, game to be honest yeah it's, it's ah. fine. those type of games are fine for the Vita Quick, pick up, play, go through a few levels, put it back down. It's not not for PS4. Like it is cross by on PS4 and uh, and PS3 as well. I believe that. No, no, sorry, just just PS Vita and PS4. So if you're gonna check that one out, I would stick to Vita. I didn't really enjoy it that much, though. To be honest, I've played much better games in the similar no. veins. Like, so it's not a patch on Super Meat Boy. It's nowhere near as tight, like controlled as that. Or or Cloudberry Kingdom. 
Uh, or Cloudbreaker, yeah, exactly. Um, Cloudbreaker was fucking great. Yeah. Okay, so the next one uh, I'm going to do is Drawn to Death. I was intrigued by this slightly. Uh, it's a third-person shooter. The art style is kind of cool. It reminds me of Madhouse, that black-and-white game in the Wii. Mm. Um, I've done the training part of it. Kind of like obtuse humor, uh, swearing, and like I liked how it started with the like live action sort of classroom, and it all looks like a sketch in a notebook. Uh, there was floaty controls that aren't good for movement, and lots of special attacks thrown at you with different combinations that made it overcomplicated. And yeah, no, not for me. Um, I did try to play the game, and uh-huh. it would not let me play the game. Oh because of my DNS settings wouldn't even let me get to the game at all. Like, <clears throat> you need, you like, need to change them. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing, right? I've played hundreds and hundreds of online games and I've only ever had any single issue with two games. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare would not let me play with Fraser. Would let me play online, but not with Fraser. Um, and this game that would not let me play whatsoever at all. So I didn't... I, like I, I did boot the game and it was it wouldn't let me play. So the the problem with like the DNS settings with Virgin specifically is it's very difficult to actually change them because you need to log into your like router online and like go through and edit like fucking complicated numbers, which yeah. you could do. But I'm not fucking doing that to play this game or to play like Call of Duty Infinite Warfare that I might play once or twice. You know, like if something comes out and I'm and it doesn't let me play that I really want to play. Like Final Fantasy VII Remake, for example. Like if it says, oh, you must change your DNS settings, then I'm going to fucking do it, but not for these games. That's too much effort. But yeah, I mean, they, they should it should be like any other game lets me play. Like Titanfall 2, fine, no problems. Um, what, let me think what other games I played online recently. Battlefield 1, no problems. Rainbow Six Siege, no problems. So, yeah. If... Uh, <laughs> Like, if they can't allow these things to be... Why the fuck is it an online game? Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one, Curses and Chaos. It's a NES-style game. It's basically like that Bayonetta 2D I played last week, but the difference is you can move around. You get one screen, waves coming at you. You can play in two-player. Goblins and frogs is what you fight. You can get traps to use. It's meh. Absolute trash. Hated it. Yeah, yeah. I, did you know when I, when I read that in the list there, I'm like... <clears throat> Do you know, I don't remember playing this. And then when you're talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I, d- I actually did play this and I, I've <laughs> deleted it from my mind because it's so <laughs> bad. It's just, yeah. There's no point to it. It's really... It's one of these, like... It's just not a good game. It's not tight. No. The controls are bad. The the hit detection on it's really bad as well. So I, I found yep. that I was always, like, trying to jump on things and they would hit me even though they didn't hit me. I'm like, no, fuck yep. this. So just not not for me at all. Like fuck that. <clears throat> no. And the last game, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Uh, this is the only one that I enjoyed out of them to an extent. Um, again, though, I think it would be better in Vita um, because it's quite small. Uh, it's a fun kind of ship management game. Um, you've got a space pet you can give orders to, like shoot stuff, move the shield. Uh, you have to collect space bunnies to unlock stuff for some reason. Um, basically, you're moving about this circle ship, and you have to like direct. It's quite hard to like at first to it's a learning curve to be able to move the ship. Even I found, um, even though it doesn't sound difficult, I found it difficult. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't keep it on my console. But if I was to, if I was forced to keep one of these games, it'd probably be this because it was quite fun. But again, this is a game I would rather play on handheld. 
Yeah, I do, I do totally agree. I'd rather play it on the handheld. But having said that, it's actually like a pretty decent game. Uh, I think I think mm. I must have played it for about an hour, and the other ones I probably played for maybe like ten minutes each to go. Yeah, these are awful. But uh, Love's in Dangerous Space <clears> Time is not what I thought it was going to be. Whatsoever. No, like from the title, you're like, oh, what the fuck is this going to be? But it kind of plays a little bit like FTL crossed with uh, Pixel Junk Shooter, that sort uh-huh. of thing, and it yep. looks like that similar sort of art style. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, like that whole moving about the ship, going to different areas, and uh, using that as your movement mechanic. You had to like go to your engine to use your thrusters, and then go to your guns to use your guns. Like that was cool. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever played a game that's done that before, but like I know like FTL is kind of like that, uh, and then obviously you use your little dog to manipulate some other part of the ship. I don't know if you would maybe get more companions later on in the game, but from well, what you I get to it, choose because right. I had a cat. <laughs> okay, well, oh yeah, I suppose yeah, but I mean I don't know if you get like a second companion as you go on. Mm. I only played but, like the first level sort of thing, but mm. but yeah, I played I played a few of the levels like really enjoyed it, thought it was good. Um, yeah, I will play some more of that at some point. I, I did not delete that one. I actually don't know that I deleted any of these games apart from Gone to Death because it didn't work. <laughs> I but deleted yeah, them all. <laughs> Lovers in Dangerous Space Time is definitely the, the standout of, of this month, which is surprising because it doesn't really look like much, but the gameplay no. is really good. And it's really yeah. tight as well. And uh, it, I didn't feel that like the head detection and everything was bang on and uh, it, it was fast and, and fun. Even though like your ship moves quite slowly, what you're actually doing to move the ship or like to manipulate the ship is actually pretty good. Because like, yes. you're, you're a little guy inside the ship's moving about like fucking crazy. Like you can just to... kind of imagine yourself like in the Millennium Falcon going, oh shit, I need the engine. Oh shit, I need the gun. Oh shit, I need the shield. Like that sort of thing. So it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Very different. Yeah, very, it was. This is the one I thought that I wouldn't like, but um, I did, and um, <clears throat> I might play it again at some point. But I, I cleared them all out. I deleted all these games. But yes, that was plus points for this month. And Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is definitely the standout of the four. Um, so we'll move on to what we've played. Um, plus points will return once the new PS Plus games come. Um, I'll go first. I've only played like three games, Andy. <clears throat> so I bought a brand new game. I bought <laughs> okay. a brand new game. Uh, and this game is fucking phenomenal and it's actually getting better reviews than ukulele which came out today i think uh, i got snake pass on the switch oh, nice. now nice. this is in the unreal engine and i have done the side-by-side comparison video thing and it looks <laughs> just about as good as the ps4 like it looks phenomenal mm. in the switch especially in handheld um the movement in it is a big learning curve because you have to like move like a snake like you hold like the right trigger to move forwards but you go slow you have to kind of weave left <laughs> and right like a like a snake would to move faster to gain speed um you can also like you have to it's weird the way you have to do it but you have to twist yourself around like poles and stuff to go up them and uh, you've got like a little bird companion definitely feels like an n64 game which isn't a bad thing no matter what people are saying about ukulele um it's got an annoying save system though which sucks Mm. because at one point i fell off a level and you have to go right back to the start uh there are like small checkpoints in the game <clears throat> but at this point I hadn't uh, went over a checkpoint so I had to go back to start basically yeah it's a there's a collect-a-thon sort of theme to it the, the game's not got much to it there's like three crystals to unlock each level and obviously it's a puzzle to get to each of the crystals and sometimes there's switches you have to wrap yourself around and pull um there's like water you can swim underwater uh there's no real enemies per se that can attack you because it's basically a puzzle game 
Mm-hmm. But obviously you can fall off and stuff like that. You can't jump because you're a snake. You have to like twist and climb up stuff. But a really cool idea, like a different take, and it's actually been reviewing better than ukulele, which is surprising to me. Um, but yes, definitely for the price, I think it was fifteen pound, fifteen ninety nine, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was dear. Maybe it's fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so so uh, that is that is a tremendous price point for a game that I have played fucking more than Mass Effect Andromeda uh, this week. <laughs> it's it's actually really fun, man. Um, so yeah, I would I would recommend that to anybody who's like me and you, obviously that love like fucking Banjo Kazooie and stuff like that. Um, okay, so I actually after seeing that basketball game, I wanted a basketball game, and NBA Two K Seventeen they had the prelude on Xbox One. So I downloaded that and basically started my college career because it's free to play. It came out just before the game did and uh, you get like five years of your college and oh my God, the fucking story. I know we all laughed at story mode in FIFA, but the story mode in this is fucking good, man. Every sports game should have this style of story game where like you play in the final and then it's you back in your dorm playing video games where you are like roommate and you're talking about the team and then your mum phones you and you discuss what's going to happen. Like he's going to start giving you passes so like when you play the next game he does throw you more passes and stuff really good man like this game like reviewed really really highly um however like i i've not been able to dunk yet because i'm not that good at it and uh i can't get my teammates to pass all the time but i'm assuming you have to prove yourself sort of thing mm. really good basketball game and uh, yeah it's going to tide me over till uh, this nba what's it called comes out uh nba the NBA Jam game, basically. I don't the, know the, there, the NBA Jam, whatever it is, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was NBA, the prelude. It's free on Xbox One if you want to play. I don't know if it's free on PS4. It might well be. Um, but, yeah, I was just in the mood to play a basketball game, uh, which makes me think that the new 2K18 is coming to the Switch because it was in all the videos. I could be kind of interested in that, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, definitely some NBA games definitely come to the Switch. I'm not sure what one it is. It's like some... <clears throat> Not that, not that game. It's a different, definitely a different game that was in the in the videos. Yeah, um, and after our game with you last week, I bought the humble bundle. Andy. <laughs> oh, the PlayStation one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, of course. Uh, like, why wouldn't you? It's good value. Even if, even if you only check out a couple of the games, it's still good value. Yeah, because like I have played Darksiders one before, but I realised after you told me about this that I'd never played the second one, and like the second one. The, what was this? The the second one, brand new, is like eleven ninety nine. Okay, yeah. so for all of these games at twelve pound, I'm like, oh, at least I can play through the first one again. Um, I just was in the mood to play it. I didn't download any of the other games except for Dark Dark Siders one and two. Um, but yeah, even for the two of them, it's worth twelve quid. Yeah, because uh, these games are very much like Devil May Cry style. But you play as one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I'm sure it's war in the first one anyway. I've never played the second one, so I can't comment. But yeah, basically you've been accused of starting a war when you you, you shouldn't have been summoned and interfering in Earth, blah, blah, blah. So you get your powers stripped off of you and um, you end up getting sent back to Earth with this sort of like wraith character that comes out like a your arm like because you get a gauntlet given to you to keep you in check from whatever the gods are that you're talking to. And you have to fight like armies and like let's get the massive boss battles that Devil May Cry has and stuff. And if you've never played Andy, then I think you will enjoy it, man. Like I think you got a horse at one point from what I remember because I played this in the 360 like when it first came out um, yeah yeah so i'm definitely gonna get it because i did i didn't play any of those games on the uh on the last <clears> gen so i've never played them ever so they'll be new games to me so yeah 
Like, I'm interested to check them out, and especially like that humble bundle price is really good. So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get them on payday. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's as war you play as in the first one because it's the it's Darksiders War Master Edition. Yeah. And then the second one's called Darksiders Two Definitive Edition. Oh, so you play Death? I'm guessing they're going to do four Death. of these because there's the four horsemen, obviously. Yeah, there will I be mean, another I mean, one coming. Obviously, those came out quite a long time ago now, but they've they really had all the problems. These. Yeah, they had all the problems with THQ and stuff like that, and like THQ went bust, and now is back under like THQ and Nordic. So like, yeah. that's who's putting these out now. So they're going to do like a, this is essentially the them porting the engine to the next gen consoles, and they'll they'll come out uh, like Dark yeah. three and four will come out at some point. Yeah, definitely, and I'll probably get them as well because um, these are really good games. And yeah, the Humble Bundle is a good deal. I mean, like there was like Destroy All Humans and other games, but nothing that I was overly interested in. Um, I did, I did pick up a game again that I said I would never do, um, but I did want to finish the last part of it, and it's kind of going cheap now. I had an argument with Sony over the complete collection. This is Destiny, Andy. Um, All right, okay. <laughs> I I went to buy it on the sale at twenty quid. Hmm. and they said you cannot buy it because you already own the Taken King so I went on Twitter argued with them and I said do you not want my money and then they took it to a live chat went on the live chat told the woman everything she says this is two weeks ago now we'll get back to you soon they have not responded to me at all so cheers Sony for that when they do reply to me even though I've got it now I bought it physical because it doesn't make sense how come I bought this physical and it's just a code Andy but it it didn't, didn't tell me that I couldn't redeem the code it let me redeem the code and it's absolutely fine but when I wanted to give Sony my money directly, they said, no, no thanks. You already own one of these. You can't buy it. What? Why? It makes no <laughs> sense. So I, I, um, think it's, I think it's to stop people that already own it from like buying it in error, thinking it's like they're getting all this new content. Yeah, but why, yeah, why not sure just like, pop saying, are you sure to buy it, uh, that you want to buy this? Like one of those things. Yeah, but I think they just lock you out of it because they've done that with me for like stuff before where uh, I've already owned part of the content. But I mean, the thing is, like, it kind of is like a season pass, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if you buy one of the DLC parts, then you're you'd be locked out basically of yeah. buying the season pass. Yeah. You have to buy them all individually. I don't know. But yeah, cause... The, I mean, you already own Destiny. You already own like the Taken King. You could probably just buy the other parts of it, like whatever. The well, other it's only was. one part. It's only Rise, Rise of, of Rise Iron, of Iron. But... Yeah. Yeah, but it was twenty quid by itself. So why wouldn't I want right. to get Destiny One Digital? Do you know what I mean? Because that yeah. includes Destiny One, the base game. So I went, oh fuck it. Uh, game had it in at twenty four ninety nine. So I went, ah, oh, I'll just buy that because the sale had ended anyway. And uh, for twenty five quid, I can't argue with it. But it's kind of as much as Destiny is a good game, you can't argue with the controls. The way that they fucked me over, I've spent one hundred and twenty quid, well one hundred and forty five now that I've bought this version. Why did you buy because, it again? Like that's my big question. Like I saw you playing this all night, and I'm like, why the fuck just, is he playing this? Because I just wanted to finish the story. I just wanted to finish the story. And I realised the last time I played this was 2015. I looked mm-hmm. at my last match results, 2015, uh, after the Taken King. Uh, so, <clears throat> I mean, I couldn't. the price was okay for it, but like it's kind of off-putting. Like, Destiny 2 seems to be doing the same thing. They've already announced the first two expansions, like they've done with this one, The House of Wolves. Mm-hmm. Your season pass will cover you to May. Then they'll release another full one by the end of next year, and they'll do it again. And it's like, fuck but off. you always fuck over day one players, because I was in Alpha for this, I was in the beta for this. I pre-ordered the game uh, day one, bought the season pass, so that was 80 quid day one. And then I bought The Taken King, which was another like 35, 40 quid. So... That was like 120 quid, say maybe 115, and then like you want another 20 quid, so it's like technically, I, I, like 
145 quid game, like all in all, and it's like that's ridiculous. I get what they're doing, and it's like yes, the, you don't have to buy another game, but Destiny One was looking, it wasn't looking as good as it could because obviously it's held back with last gen mm. ports and whatnot, and they've now stopped, and Destiny Two is only in current gen, but. <clears throat> I just wanted to play it, and I, I, I panicked. I got home, and I thought, this isn't going to let me redeem the code, but it did. So if Sony if Sony get back to me, I'm going to say, I bought it on Xbox. You were too late. You lost your money. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that. But yeah, Destiny's Destiny. I don't have anything to say about it. I didn't actually start any of the new missions, because like, a lot has changed since I played it, and I couldn't figure out where it was I was meant to go. <laughs> I was supposed to play with with Fraser last night but I ended up getting far too drunk to play anything so I didn't um, I played a bit of Zelda like uh, today done a couple of shrines because I wanted to get my hearts up to get the Master Sword uh, hadn't played it in too long I realised how much I love this fucking game it's so beautiful um, and I done a dungeon where <clears throat> all that you had was like a block and like one of those wee like metal pipes that you can put a bomb down Mm-hmm. and the block was on a pole and above the above the thing was a ceiling with cracked blocks so what I had to do to do it was put the bomb down uh, use the stasis on the block that was sliding up and down mm-hmm. set the first bomb off put a bomb on the set, on the block before it took off and then blow up the block to get you know the ceiling caved in and it right, was okay. really fucking tricky to figure this out and get the timing right um, but yeah once you do it you always feel a sense of satisfaction in mm-hmm. Zelda you always feel that sort of oh yes I've earned this so yeah and now I'm just I was I was trying to like um, I was at the top you know where the observatory is where the guy wants the ancient runes and whatever to, to upgrade your runes okay yeah right so if you go to the tip of that there's like a dungeon right in the middle of the water Mm-hmm. by itself in the sea so I had to glide to that um, however what I tried to do first was right behind it there's like a solitary island and I got like inches away from getting to it I obviously need more stamina and I dropped into the water and drowned but mm-hmm. you can go to that island I thought maybe it's just background stuff no 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 you can reach that island and there's stuff on it and I guarantee you there's some good treasure there uh, there's not a shrine on it but basically it's at the observatory if you look out onto the sea you can see the shrine at one point and on the left hand, on the right hand side of the shrine, there's a big island. So that is what I'm attempting to do now. But I really need to get back into Mass Effect because I haven't played it since like I got the game more or less. Mm-hmm. It's just too much all at once. But just the past few weeks, like I was telling you, Andy, I've just been in the mood for games. I can pick up and go, okay, I've had a shot of a game, put it down. Whereas Mass Effect and Zelda are not these games, so that's why well, I've been playing a game. Like- see, I, I dis- totally disagree with Zelda. Like I think you can jump into Zelda for ten minutes, and you might not accomplish something, but you're gonna have fun. Like yeah, you might only just like because see I look at it as like um, anytime when I boot up Zelda like I'll open up the map the first thing I do every time I boot up Zelda and I'm like I look around and see right where I want to go and I'm like oh like that looks like an interesting area of the map let's go there or like if I've got stuff like marked on it like uh, the shrines and stuff like that and I'm like oh yeah. I'll go to that shrine that's just over there or it's like a oh, way 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 over there I'm going to try and get to that today yeah, that sort of thing. And no, I really enjoyed doing see, that. It just depended on how much time I've got. I have done that. Like I, I have, I did beast Zelda at first, though. You must admit, like I've done half yeah. the game effectively in story because I've done two of the Guardian Beasts, and there's four total. And I'm at the bit just before the third Guardian Beast, uh, where I told you before you have to sneak into the ninjas thing. But it's yep. one of those if they see you, you're done. And I hate those four stealth things in games. It's really annoying. So I thought I would just go exploring to get away from that just now. Um, so. 
uh, the, the 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 next thing apart from the camel in the desert and then there's like a lizard on the volcano but i still haven't found the recipe to make the stuff that will keep you cold enough to do all the missions because apparently that's what you have to do and you have to ju- the only way to do it is just to keep taking these potions and i've not actually made anything out of food you know i've not done that part of it yet so i've still to figure that out but yeah i haven't really played anything else apart for that like um snake pass has been taking up most of my time because mm-hmm. um it's, it's so much fun man like perfect for the switch i'd recommend it yeah. the switch over the ps4 anyway <clears throat> yeah i'll probably like if i do pick it up i'll pick it up on switch I'm, I'm not in any particular rush to get it although it does look like a lot of fun because I, I did watch some uh, uh gameplay videos of it this week and i watched an interview with the the uh the sort of developer of it as well um, and it's the guy that sort of came up with the idea, and like this guy, this guy's story is really interesting. By the way, like a hundred percent, like because uh, he was on uh, one of the kind of funny shows uh, last week, the kind of funny games cast, mm-hmm. and uh, he basically told his sort of story of how he got into like uh, games development and stuff like that. And this this guy who created Snake Pass, he got into games development through creating little big planet levels. Okay. So he was like he was a little big planet creator. He was. A like a teacher like it was his job and uh he was like a gamer and he created like a bunch of like good little big planet levels and um, for a little big planet one and two and then uh he got hired by sumo digital to make little big planet three when it was coming out oh that's quite cool and it, yeah so like and he works he works for them now and that's who made snake pass and uh basically he uh <clears throat> he came up with an idea while he was learning to make uh, but he was learning Unreal Engine. Um, he was trying to make like a rope that would swing, and he forgot to like attach it to the the roof. So like when he hit yeah. the sort of play button, it just like fell onto the ground and like coiled up like a snake. And that's like basically he went, oh, I wonder if we could like make something out of this being controllable. And then that's how like the game basically got made. That's so awesome. It's a, it's a really interesting story, and like the the guy's like dead down to earth, and seems like sort of sound guy. So I'd I'd highly recommend watching that interview. It's the last week's kind of funny games cast. Uh, really interesting uh, story with that guy. I, I forget I forget the, the the chap's name, but like he's one of the developers for Sumo Digital. But yeah, I'm I'm really interested to to check out Snake Pass at some point. Um, but yeah, so you, so you didn't get like ukulele yet then? No, you're waiting for the Switch version. Yeah, I changed my pre-order to the Switch version, right. which I assume would be out by the summer at the latest. Mm. So they they haven't dated it yet though, have they? No, sadly not. Okay. Yeah, I I'll mean, wait. Though, I'm the, fine. I've seen the reviews come out for it, and like from what from what I've seen, people are basically saying that it's too much like Banjo Kazooie, blah blah blah. But that's really what you expected, and really that's that's what everybody wanted from the Kickstarter. You know, everyone yeah. that backed that Kickstarter, they wanted a Banjo Kazooie game, and like real the, the the people that own it say are aren't going to make that game, so or aren't going to make a good version of that game. So uh, Playtonic are making the spiritual success to it. Uh, I did watch yeah. some gameplay of ukulele. The gameplay looks fucking great, but the I don't like the sound. So like, if I'm gonna play this game, I'm gonna buy it on Switch and put the sound off completely because I hate the voices. And ukulele, and hated, yeah, and I hated the voices in Banjo Kazooie as well because it's that like that that noise. I hate that. They don't speak English words; they just make noises. So I, I'm quite quite happy to turn the sound off and play the game. But it, lo- it looks good to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. Uh, did you play anything else? No. No, no, man. That's me. On you go. That was that's me. Cool. So I I did play a few things. Um, first of all, played a bit of Zelda. 
Uh, I've been playing it in much smaller increments uh, over the over the last week. I'm really only playing like 10, 15, 20 minutes here and there. But it's it's just so fucking good. Like every time I play it, I'm like, this is, you know, like it's almost like you start drilling because it's so good. And it's not even that it <laughs> looks good. It's just like the whole package of everything together is just. Uh, it's not quite perfect, but it's fucking like dynamite, dynamite game. Um, done a couple more shrines. Uh, have I still haven't gone back to bother about Guardian Beast or anything like that. Uh, I'm just enjoying like going out and having an adventure, exploring the world, and seeing like what's over that hill, like what's down in that in that canyon, like that sort of stuff. And there's always something. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be like uh, a village or a shrine or a tower or anything like that, but there's always something there. Like something, and it's always something different. And there's always like different ways to work out everything. And I, I like how the uh, the shrines as well. There's kind of different ways that you can solve them. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. Because I mean, it just chucks you in, and it's like solve the shrine, and it doesn't tell you anything about it beyond once you've done the original. So some of the, yeah, some of them I've had to leave, and they're still unsolved. Yeah, yeah, because you're. I mean, sometimes you just get a bit confused by them. Like, oh, how the fuck did I solve this? You know, like, I don't know. But, like, you have all the tools to solve it at your disposal right now. now apart from possibly the, the minor and major test of strength, if you're not. If you don't have enough hearts, then you might not necessarily be able to beat them, depending on your skill level. If you're. If you're not good at dodging the attacks, for example, but uh, but with the, the puzzle ones, I love the puzzle ones. They're fucking awesome, and I, and I wish they'd separated them. To be honest, like yeah. by like by having them look different when you're approaching them, because every time when I go to a shrine, I'm like, yes, a shrine, and then I go into the shrine, and every time it's a puzzle, I'm like, awesome, a new cool puzzle to try and work out. And all the puzzles so far have been really good um i've solved most of them but there's one or two that i've been like i don't know how to do it and i'll 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 have a think about it and come back later kind of like the witness um but anytime when i come to like a test of strength one i'm like nope dingy this one i'll come back to that later um but yeah really really enjoying zelda entirely still playing in handheld mode i still have no interest in playing on the tv whatsoever mostly due to the left joy-con not working um maybe maybe once i get a pro controller try it on the tv but I'm more than happy to play it in handheld because it it has absolutely taken over from my Vita. Instead of like playing Vita, which I used to play a lot of Vita handheld, um, in bed and like on the couch and I'm watching something, I, I now just play the Switch. <laughs> the Vita has been killed. Now the only time the only time I've used my Vita since I got the Switch, like I don't think I've played a single game on it. The only time I've used it is to uh, look up trophies. While I've been playing a PS4 game, because it's got a really yeah. good, it's got a really good like trophy interface. But yeah, the the Switch I'm still loving, and Zelda's fucking amazing. It's going to be a hundred percent in the top ten for probably everybody this year, except maybe not Ross. I don't know if it'll necessarily be number one, but uh, definitely be in the in the in contention for it. And the fact that I've got th- like three games that I'm playing right now. They're all amazing, and that are all going to be in my top ten. And it's only April. That's crazy. When you go back to like last year, at this time of the year, and you're like, "Well, there's fucking nothing come out." I think the witness was out by this point, but apart from that, like there was nothing out that was good. Everything came out like later on last year. Yeah, <clears throat> this year we seem to be getting all the good stuff at the start of the year. 
Yeah, but I, I think what the what the problem is, like, a lot of this, this stuff is like stuff that was delayed from like tail end of last year. Like even Zelda, like was delayed from the Wii U. They obviously pushed it back for the Switch, but Horizon was supposed to come out last year. Persona was supposed to come out last year. Um, so yeah, like I, I can't remember if Mass Effect was. It was, was it not? Originally, uh, Mass, sure. Mass Effect it was. was meant to be last year. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, so that's the other two games I have played. Uh, I have played a little bit more Mass Effect, maybe another hour or so, uh, but n- not really too much to be honest. Uh, I, I haven't really progressed the storyline any further beyond uh, choosing who to wake up first. I, I just went with scientists because I had I, I chose to do, make my <clears throat> outpost like a science outpost. So like yeah. when I went back in, went back into the game and like I was thinking and thinking about it, and I'm like. What I want to do, like, and I think I was really overthinking it to be honest, because like it seemed like such a big decision, and and then I'm like, you know, I've got like a science outpost. Why would I not just like wake up the scientists and like have them run it? That's that that's kind of how I think of it, like in terms of my canon, if you will. Um, so I was like, yeah, well, that makes complete sense. Of course, that's what I'll do. Um, but yeah, I haven't gone to the next uh, sort of galaxy bit yet. In fact, did I? Yeah, no, I did. I went to the next galaxy and started like exploring the the system and picking up all the scanning all the rocks and whatnot. Uh, but I haven't gone to land on the next planet yet, which is what I'm going to do uh, the next time I play. It. I'm basically ready to to do that now. We yeah, are still really enjoying it. It's a fucking great game. Uh, they did patch it, and the patches definitely improved it, but only slightly. Uh, the character animations are a little bit better uh, in, in normal gameplay and the facial animations in your cutscenes and your uh, dialogue scenes are a, a, a little bit better. But it's, it's I, wasn't, really, I wasn't too bothered really with it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, but any, any improvement's good and the fact that they've recognised that there is a, there is one or two issues with it and it could be better than it is, uh, is I think it's good that they're they're digging into it. And I've started to notice it a little bit more because of the other game that I've been playing this week, which has been Horizon. And okay. it's mostly actually the main character because uh, Aloy, her facial animations are fucking spot on and they're almost like framed the same way as like the ones are in Mass Effect. And obviously I'm playing, playing as uh, the female rider, uh, yeah. Sarah rider I guess, in Mass Effect. And if you compare, if you sort of compare those two, like female rider to uh, Aloy, like Aloy's facial animations are so much better. Like it's insane. I know there's there's obviously less dialogue for uh, for Aloy than there is for for Rider. Quite a lot less, I would I would imagine, even with the choices in uh, in uh, Horizon. But it's definitely better on uh, on Horizon. But but yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not bad by any means in Mass Effect. It's just when you're playing. Rising, it's more noticeable in Mass Effect, and I think that's why they've got like that a little bit of backlash about it because it's come out just after Horizon, and everyone was raving about Horizon and everything about it. The yes, yeah, oh, most of the, most of the NPCs though, the other like characters in the game are probably on a par with the Mass Effect ones. They're not really any better or any worse. It's just the main character. But uh, but for Horizon, I've put quite a lot of time into it this week. Um, I've been. I, I was trying to just like knock it out over the weekend there to try and get it finished and be like, yep, cool, I'm done with it. Uh, and I've got to what I think is either the last boss or the second last boss. And I've uncovered most of the story about the world and whatnot. Uh, really enjoyed that. The gameplay of it has grown on me somewhat. 
uh, whilst I've whilst I still have the same kind of issues with it when you're fighting against humans, like they do go down much easier with the uh, the melee attacks than than your bow attacks. I, I have upgraded my bows and stuff like that and been able to like do a bit more damage with them, so it's, it is worthwhile me using the bow rather than running in. Plus the fact that a lot of the places that I've been going to have been a lot more guys. So if you try and just run in, you get fucking humped. And I've, every time I, every time I've like got to like somewhere where I've got to fight a bunch of like guys, I'm like, oh, I need to fight a bunch of guys. I'll just run in and kill them. And then that hasn't really worked out for me in any of the situations since like I played last week. Um, I think last week I was about fifteen hours in. I've now I'm now up to twenty six hours in. So I, like I say, I did I put quite a lot of time into trying to knock this out this week. Uh, and I did, there's essentially like two main quests in this, and I've finished one of them, and it's kind of like the main sort of side quest, it does come up as a main quest in your mission log, and it was pretty decent, I enjoyed it, and there was a sort of boss fight and stuff at the end of it, and it was satisfying, but the the other one's like the main, main quest that gives you all the backstory on the world and stuff like that, and that's what I found really interesting, like finding out how the world became like this, um, what caused it to start off becoming like this and I don't want to spoil it for people but uh, really interesting and it's kind of something that could potentially happen in like this day and age but like a hundred years down the line sort of thing yeah certainly the certainly the start of like how this whole thing happens but yeah really interesting and uh, in, enjoying that the issue that I'm having with it just now though is that I went I, I go into like a mission and it says you should it gives you like a recommended level for each mission in the menu and it says I should be level 22 to complete this mission I'm like okay I'm level 25 that's fine and obviously I'll level up as I go and I think I've got to like 26 maybe 27 now through this mission and it tells you before you go into this mission oh the this is the point of no return which which is fine I'm like okay that's fine and it's like if you want to do any like other side quests basically uh, you should go and do them now before you go into this. I'm like, yeah, I don't care about any of the side quests at the moment. Like, I'm quite happy to battle through and, f- like, finish the game, effectively. I'm like, okay, cool, that's fine, let's go in. Went in, went through the mission, which is was pretty long, and it was really, there was a lot of fights and a lot of, like, story-intensive stuff as well. So you're talking probably two, maybe three hours gameplay in total for me, between, like, me dying a few times and stuff as well, figuring out, like, how to defeat the enemies. Um probably two or three hours which I, I really enjoyed doing all that and all that bit was great and then it come come to a point where I had to fight this boss I'm like okay and it's a big fucking beast boss thing I'm like right this is either going to be like the second last boss or the fi- or possibly even the final boss and the problem with this is that I can't kill it okay I can't fucking kill it <laughs> uh, I tried to do it for about an hour last night and I just couldn't do it essentially like what what it does is like you've got no weapons at the start of the fight at all all your weapons have been removed um, and you need to basically make it run into pillars to knock down a platform to get your weapons which was okay and after a couple of tries I got that that was fine got my weapons back the problem is though that there's no point like in between you going to the last mission and like this point here where you could like buy any crafting stuff or like health potions or anything like that so you've only got what you've managed to scavenge from the point of going into this point in a return and obviously what you took in with you now I was like full 
when I went in. So I couldn't have took, took any more stuff, like any more health potions or that sort of thing. I had as much as I could carry. Uh, and then going in, going in through those battles, obviously I used up quite a lot of potions and stuff because there was some tough fights through that. But I got through them and then coming to this end boss and I'm like, fuck, this is hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, th- I think it's because like I'm not particularly high level compared to the level it recommends it to be. So like it wants me to do level 22 at minimum. I'm like level what 26 I think now but I'm finding that I'm basically way under level to be taking on this boss and whilst I did find the other enemies in this these areas difficult I did manage to get through it with perseverance and a bit of luck and whatnot but this boss is a fucking bastard the the problem with it is that it can one hit kill you because oh. yeah <laughs> which is annoying um maybe not quite one hit kill you but it can take down almost all of your health and then by the time you try to heal yourself which isn't particularly easy to do in this game because you need to press up on the d-pad to use your like health potion your like health meter thing or you press down on the d-pad to use a potion yeah it's not particularly like it's not particularly easy to do that whilst you try to aim and fire arrows at this fucking thing and dodge around it because it moves, for being a, like a big hulking beast, it moves fucking fast. Um, now I've tried to like do it quite a number of different ways, like tying it down. That seems to be the most effective way to do it so far. But essentially, what it seems like you need to do is tie it down and then knock off all its bits one one at a time. Which I I've managed to knock off like a couple of bits off of it. So like it's got a big like I don't know, it's, it sort of looks like a big fuel tank on its belly. So I've managed to like knock that off and then it's just a big empty hole in its belly which just looks funny as hell. Um, and then you need to take off like its hips and its uh, other bits and pieces. Um, but the problem with that is that you need to use quite a f- number of like ropes to tie it down and you can only like carry so many ropes at a time and I used all the ropes and then I had no materials left to craft anymore. Oh. No. And then the the game sort of tells you, oh well, you can <clears throat> like you could scavenge the parts of these uh, uh, ravagers and stuff that are lying around this because it's like a big arena you're fighting in. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Problem with that is that if you go to try and do that, the fucking thing comes at you and kills you, like almost every time. Whilst you're because it takes a wee second because you need to hold down like the triangle button to uh, to like scavenge the parts from uh, from the other things and then press triangle again to like take all the stuff which takes a couple of seconds to do which you don't really have in this fight so that's an issue plus as well the uh, the health so because I've used a lot of my potions I've only got a few left and I use them up very quickly against this boss as you can imagine because it's fucking yeah. hard and it <laughs> hits me quite a lot um, and you can get you can obviously get more health from uh, the plants and stuff that are lying about in this arena but again, you need to run up to the press triangle and then press up to heal yourself, which again, a couple of seconds, you don't have this time. So I think that I'm going to need to go back to like my previous save, go back and level up for a bit first, and then go back and do through all that again, which is going to be annoying as fuck. Yes, that would be annoying. I would not be bothered with that. Yeah, so I'm <clears> kind of like, I'm kind of in two minds of what to do, whether or not I just because I, I just like last night after I tried it maybe like six or seven times about an hour's worth of gameplay dying over and over I'm like no <laughs> like I, did, I just quit out the game 
and I'm not sure where it's going to put me back into when I reload the save. So I'll, I'll depends where it loads me back in. If it loads me back in just like before I go in, then I will go back out and uh, try and level up a bit first. But if it loads me back in straight at the boss, then I might be fucked. Like completely fucked. <laughs> And just have to try and persevere. There is, it's definitely doable, but it's fucking hard. Like, uh, honestly, like the amount of different like mechanics that I'm having to run about and doing, like the dodging, the aiming, the tying it down, the trying to scavenge the health and the uh, the parts to make other like bolt, uh, other arrows and stuff like that. <sighs> fucking hell. But yeah, so I th- I think that it, I think that they should have recommended you to be a bit of a higher level before going in. <clears throat> yeah, it should tell you recommended level when, when it comes to that sort of stuff, I think. Yeah, and I think it should have told you, like, because it does tell you, like, oh, you can't go back after this. That's fine, but it should tell you, like, oh, you're not, like, you're not really a high enough level. Are you sure you want to try this? And then I'd have been like, okay, game, fair enough, I'll go and do some more side quests and then come back. But yeah, I still enjoying the game. Um, it, it is a very good game. But it's definitely not as good as Zelda. I'd say that it's probably maybe like an eight out of ten, rather than a nine. Yeah. Oh, that's quite unusual because like uh, everyone's given it. Everyone's given it nines, but I I think it's more of an eight to be honest. I don't know. I would. I would probably give it a nine or a ten. Yeah, I mean, like visually and whatnot, it's it's very good and. I just like whilst the storyline is kind of good it's actually the storyline is not really a storyline it's more just you're discovering the world which is more like world building rather than an actual storyline so there's no like real story going on in in this world you're more just discovering stuff that happened in the past which is very cool but the actual storyline in the in the main world is just like yeah you're just discovering stuff um, but yeah, I think that's why it kind of drops down a little bit. Oh, like apart from that, like the production values and everything are fucking excellent. The gameplay is great. Uh, the voice acting is outstanding, especially like the um, main character Aloy. She, I love her voice. I could listen to her talk all day. <laughs> Honestly, like if See, someone was to, if someone was to narrate my life, it would be Aloy. <coughs> See, I would go back to it, but Zelda and Mass Effect. I don't have yeah. time for it. Yeah, I mean, and I'm trying to juggle all three. Really it's, it. <laughs> it's very, very difficult. Like, like I mean, we see this week. I played ten hours of Horizon, like maybe twenty minutes or so of Zelda, maybe half an hour, or maybe even an hour, and maybe like an hour of of Mass Effect. So, like, it's really difficult to juggle the three games. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, it would sicken me two two big worlds at a time, and it's unusual for you to do it after saying you were not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm 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 glad I did do it because I definitely wanted to get in on Mass Effect, and uh, I'm I'm glad I jumped into it like before the patch, and now that the patch is out to see like how it compares and whatnot. Yeah, but like I I can't wait to like get stuck into Mass Effect like proper after as soon as I finish Horizon. But like having said that, I'll probably go like. Tomorrow I'll go, oh, what do I want to play tonight? And I'll go, oh, I want to play Mass Effect. And then just, like, not play Horizon for another week. <laughs> but I think, I think I'm think i at the point now that I want to just knock, knock Horizon out and get it finished with and away. Which is a shame, but I don't think, like, Horizon will be as remembered as, like, Zelda and Mass Effect, to be honest with you, for whatever reason, good or bad. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Horizon is a, like such a strong starting point for a series that I, I mean, the next game is going to be <clears throat> one of the best games ever made, a hundred percent. But uh, for for this game, for like a first game in a series, it's it's really good. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's great, great starting point because they've built such a like detailed, vibrant world, and there's a, a lot of things that they could they could do with this. And I, I don't want to go into like spoiler territory too much for it at the moment, but like uh, certainly when we talk about it for game of the year stuff, we can uh, definitely talk about this spoilers and the uh, potential for future games in the same universe. But yeah, I don't think that I played anything else, to be honest. That was no. it. That was it. Yeah, I didn't play too much this week. Like, more, I'm play, I've played more Zelda now than I, I haven't played it for a month, which is insane, because now that I'm just like, I'm just running about exploding just now, and I've done a couple of shrines, it's like, why did I put this down for so long? <laughs> yeah, like, I've just been really enjoying playing it, like, whilst I'm watching TV. Like, I'm just, like, chucked on an episode of whatever, and, like, yeah, I'm fucking playing Zelda at the same time. That that is amazing being able to do that. I haven't used it in the TV as much, to be honest with you. No, I, I've barely used it on TV at all. Like we played, which is fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fine. I mean, like we played a bit of One Two Switch on the TV, um, and that's really it. Everyone else has been handheld, which is good. Highly. It's it's almost as if the TV stuff is an extra to me anyway. Like yeah. I don't feel like I need to have this in the TV, whereas it, obviously it is a full like home console as well mm-hmm. but like I, I just the portability is just so handy it's like mm-hmm. like you said if you do want to watch something in the TV or whatnot, you can have it on while you're doing this yep and I mean I, like, I, don't, I don't always play it right but I've pretty much always got it sitting next to me like if I'm on if I'm sitting on the couch watching TV or even like if I'm playing a game on the PS4 it's the Switch is sitting next to me on uh, on the couch in case like <clears throat> for example in Horizon it's got quite long load times when you're going, like when you're loading into it for the first time, or mm-hmm. like when you're loading up your save and that. The load times maybe like a couple of minutes. Maybe, yeah, it's maybe not a couple couple of minutes, but certainly over a minute. Um, so like usually I will just fire up Zelda because the fucking the tips are pointless. So I just fire <laughs> up Zelda and play Zelda while I'm waiting for Horizon to load. Have you beat any more of the beasts or anything, or have you not done story in Zelda? You know, have you done any of the beasts yet? I have not done any of the beasts. I've got wow. I've gone to the Zora kingdom but i haven't yep. gone uh, like i i've got to i know where the quest is but i haven't gone to do any of that at all uh, i've went and explored and i'm probably like i don't know 30 hours into it mm. okay. just like exploring and doing shrines and and running about just being link being crazy but is, I'm, I'm fucking enjoying it like same same deal with like skyrim and oblivion I had a, in fact, not not so much with Skyrim, but like for with Oblivion, like I had an amazing time with that game, and I did not do the main quest at all. I got to the first Oblivion gate and went went into it. Went, I don't like this. I'm going to do something else, and never went back to it ever. So, and I put about eighty hours into that game, and had a fucking great time as like an adventurer in that world. Yeah, I think I did the exact same thing. Got to the Oblivion gate, yeah. and it was a bit too. It was too high level for that that to be introduced that soon. I feel yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> the other wee goblins, I think it was you had to fight, really annoyed yeah, me, yeah. and I died. So I went fuck this. But for Zelda, like it's not the most amazing looking game in the. But then again, at some parts, it does surprise you and does take your breath away. And the oh holy mm. shit, look at these, look at this. But I mean, it's very different even for a Zelda game. Like I don't know many Zelda games you could play like this. Do you know what I mean? Because mostly because they aren't open world. You know the mm. other ones, mm. but 
it's just so refreshing for Zelda to be like this. Yep, it's, it's fucking great. Like such a good game. Yeah, um, I, th- I think it's I think it's been really hard pushed for like game of the year. Like the, this game, and I mean it's it's early saying that, and considering like other games that we've got coming out this year, like Destiny Two and Gran Turismo Sport, and like obviously Mass Effect. That we're only just kind of touching the uh, the the beginnings of it. Really, we don't know how how it's going to end up and how much we will like it and stuff like no, Horizon and Neo and Persona and holy fuck there's so many good games what what I'd be interested in because obviously we do a game of the year every year just now what do you see as your and this can include games you've not played what 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 do you see as the top three contenders for your number one spot like and I know you've probably played three that could already but if there's other games that are coming out obviously that you could comment on like what ones would you could you foresee as being game of the year uh, material Horizon is a good game, but it's definitely not. It's definitely not going to be in contention for like the, my actual game of the year. Like I can, okay. I can say that for having pretty much beaten the game now, I can say that for sure. Um, Zelda's definitely going to be in there, a hundred percent. I think that from what I've played in Mass Effect so far, it's it's going to be up there, definitely. Nice. I, I don't know quite how that's going to pan out over the course of the long, the long game for that, because obviously it is a long game, so. Maybe it'll maybe it'll, I'll tire of it or maybe I'll get bored of it and I, I'm not sure, but so far really digging it. <clears throat> um, the other yeah. ones like coming out later this year, I definitely want to try Persona. Like that that's one that like it's just come out, but I can't I cannot jump into another big game at this point. There's no way. No. <laughs> like I mean, because <laughs> that's a hundred hour game. That's going to need to wait. Uh, the, the other ones like coming out Middle Earth. Uh, what's it called? War. War? I forget, Shadow oh, of War, Middle of Shadow, Shadow of War. War. Like I fucking loved uh, Shadow of Mordor. So like this game has like ah, uh, and that Nemesis system. If they manage to refine that and like make it better, and that that fucking <laughs> excites me. So yeah, really interested to to see how that uh, how that will pan out for the sequel. Um, I think that will definitely be up there. Uh, Final Fantasy, is the other one. Total War. No Final Fantasy. Yeah. If, oh, yeah if, if, remake, if it comes this year, if remake if remake part one comes out, like that's the yes. one where it could, it could that could go two ways. I could either absolutely love it and think it's one of the best games ever, or I could hate it because it's not like the original. It, there's no way to I know until I actually play it. I think it'll be more like Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, which I I really do. I mean, I, I like 15, but like having now mm. played so much Zelda. And Horizon and Mass Effect, like Final Fantasy Fifteen, is not as good as any of those games, which is a real shame. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like for me, Zelda's obviously up there, like hundred mm-hmm. percent, um, and like um, Mass Effect's obviously. But South Park for me, South Park could be a, a contender, um, depending how the new Assassin's Creed pans out. Oh yeah, there's that as well. Like that's. A real unknown quantity because it could be, it could be amazing. Phenomenal, yeah. yeah. Uh, and my final one would be probably Mario Odyssey. Well, yeah. I mean, without <laughs> even thinking about that, like I, I do like Mario games, but not probably not on the same level as Zelda. Like I, I like them, but I don't think it ever they'd ever be like my favorite game ever or even game of the year. But Mario sixty four. Yeah, I mean Mario sixty four is an excellent game. Galaxy. Like, Galaxy's Galaxy's pretty good, yeah. I really like Galaxy, but I I just don't I don't know. I, I don't see it being my game of the year. Hmm. I will I will get to it this year. That's that's the thing though. Like, I'll, depending on when it comes out, 
I'll probably get it at Christmas time. See, there's a few games that came out this week that obviously I'll need to check out, like um, Bulletstorm. Um, I would only get the edition with Duke Nukem. Ukulele, uh, obviously, I'm waiting for the Switch version. And there was another game this week as well. Oh, I fuck it, I have been playing a game this week, but I'm not allowed to talk about it. You're not allowed to talk about it? Ooh. It's not out to the 18th. Um, I got it sent as a review code. It's really, really good. But I'm not naming it, so I'm not breaking my ND. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, that, I, I can't even say if it would be up there for Game of the Year, but, like, um, there was another game this week that I really wanted as well, but Ukulele's one. Snake Pass I would definitely recommend. Um, <clears throat> I'm tempted to get Destiny 2. You know, I, I'm a sucker for it. I'll moan about it. I'll get it. But, like, after playing Destiny for a few minutes the other night, I realised, yeah, Destiny's solid, man. Like, the the shooting mechanics, everything, just really good for this game. Hmm. Um, it was just a bit... I didn't like the way that they'd done the season passing, then released something else after it, and it was like, then they done it again. And I know they're just going to do the same thing, but, hey... It, you can't knock it and the fact that this is going to be next gen only I can only imagine that it looks and plays even better than the first one uh, yeah you could like Bulletstorm and uh, Lego City Undercover like I don't feel like I, I'm in the need to ru- I'm not in the I'm not in the, the need to rush out and buy it because I, I got it for you obviously I was one of the 10 people yeah. that did and um, it's a phenomenal game but I'll probably wait for a sale on it on Switch or if, if I do even get it again because I mean it's, they've not added much to it as far as I can see they're just bringing it out so other people can play it finally which is a good move for them because it deserves a sequel um, I even played the prequel on the, the 3DS remember hmm. yeah that's right I, I think that it's going to do okay on the Switch I think it's going to fucking kill on PS4 and Xbox One like this this game is handmade for all those kids that want to play GTA that are too young like this is the game that their parents should be fucking buying them instead of GTA. Oh, hundred percent undercover. Like because it gives you everything that the kids should really be doing in GTA. So like, let's say stealing the cars, you can just go in any of the cars, uh, and like you can knock people out and you can kill them effectively, like smash them to bits and whatnot, punch them, shoot them, whatever. You can do all that in Lego form. Much more kid friendly. Plus, you're a policeman in the game, and the, the storyline of the game's all right, and there's a bunch of puzzles and shit like that. So, if you're a parent thinking about buying your kid GTA, buy them Lego City Undercover instead on PS4 oh, or Switch. Um, I will buy it on Switch because, like I say, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to collect the Switch games, the physical games that come out. Uh, whether or not that that stays that way as the as time goes on with it, who knows? Because I, I don't know how many games they'll end up with on this console. And how many of them will actually... But I think that trying to do it this way is going to open me up to playing a lot of... Uh, a lot of different games that I wouldn't normally play. Yeah, I mean, I think you've, you would have had a more reasonable chance of collecting all the Wii U games at this point because I think the Switch is here to stay. Um, but... uh, well, yeah, there, there is that, but the, I, I just... I like the Switch boxes... Like I don't know what it yeah. is about them, but like I fucking love them. Like, cause, and I don't like PSP boxes that much, but like the Switch box is just something about it. Just I really like it, and I want to get more of them. Um, I, uh, Gaming History One Hundred and One is going to be about half an hour late, by the way, tonight. If you're a list, if you're tuning in for that, um, Fred's running running late, so they'll be starting at seven thirty Eastern or twelve thirty UK time. Um, 
so we've got we've got a couple of minutes before we can yeah. before we need to dive off. I, I, I did I did I, I think I've decided though that I want to collect something else this week, Ali. Oh yeah, you were saying because 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 like whilst I, I want to do that switch thing, like that's yeah. kind of a long term thing. But like I've been because like we we buy all the retro games and shit like that. I know I'm like yes. I really want to collect something because I see so much of this and like I don't have like I haven't like been collecting anything or adding to a collection for quite a long time like I've got like quite a lot of like action figures and like Marvel stuff but I've got most of the things that I would ever want to have mm-hmm. and there's one or two bits and pieces that are like crazy money that like I want to get at some point like Lego Helicarrier and that sort of thing but yeah, those are like down the line when I get yeah. some sort of windfall I'll, I'll buy yeah. those <clears throat> but I'm not in a rush to get them but I want to like start like collecting something now that's like a retro thing so I've decided and, and I only decided this the other day after I remembered that I've ordered the Sonic Mania Collector's Edition yes so I've decided I'm, I'm going to collect Sonic games all of them Sonic games oh yeah Every Sonic okay good luck in getting Knuckles Chaotix <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's that's that's an expensive one I'm, I'm not in any, any rush to like pick those ones up but um, I'll, I'll get them at some point but yeah, so like what I'm gonna, every Sonic I, game on every system, including Neo Geo Pocket. Every Sonic game on every system that was released in the UK at the moment. I might branch if if I manage to do all those, then I'll I'll go to the uh, the other regions as well. Are you, you going to um, uh, which we call it? Are you going to go for box copies only, or yeah, com- complete inbox. Okay, complete inbox. Oh, here's a, here's something I've never been to. Um, see, it's yeah. going to be difficult for some of them. Like we had a perfect Sonic and Knuckles uh, in in Irvine, and because it was a cardboard box, obviously, um, it's very difficult to get a perfect one of them. Really difficult. I, I don't mind. I, like I, I'm not bothered about it being mint condition. Like that. That's. I, I'm quite happy to have the box. It doesn't matter what what actual condition the box is in. Like uh, I mean, I, my copy of Sonic and Knuckles that I had before did have a box, but it was like fucking beat up to shit so I, I don't mind that that's fine but but yeah every, every Sonic game which is going to include like the Sonic racing games and all the spin off ones and all that shit do you know what the I ta- did Tails games and the Game Gear Ali what about the Tails games on the Pico it, basically anything that released in the UK in, in physical form <laughs> um, so I um, I did reorder the Sonic Mania um, collection because I did read that Sega, once they've all sold they're never releasing it again so it is actually limited edition, there's not going to be a second run or anything which there sometimes is obviously so yep. um, the PS4 sold out so I had to get the Xbox One version which is fine because I've got Sonic 1, 2, 3 Knuckles and 4 digital on Xbox anyway so that'll sit nicely next to them um, but I will be playing this mostly on the Switch Yeah I, I'm like uh, I'm de- I've bought it on PS4 already uh, I'm going to buy it digital on Switch, uh, so I can play it on the Switch. I don't believe that the collector's edition is coming out on the Switch. No, it's not, as far as no. I know. Or I would just cancel it and get it in the Switch. Um, I but I the fact that they've, they've... P- PS4, PC, and Xbox One for the collector's edition, yeah. Uh, what's that? Sorry, it, it's coming out. The collector's edition's coming out. PS4, PC, and Xbox One, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and on the PC, as far as I know, it was just Xbox and PS4. Okay, well, maybe not then. I'm not sure, but uh, it's I'll need, uh, that's one of the ones like I need to look into when when it actually comes out to see if there's any difference in the actual box to see whether or not it just gives it, the actual box is different for each console. Because if I'm going to uh-huh. collect them all, I'm going to need to buy all of those collector's editions at some point. Um, but I think that what what it will be is it will be like the same box for everything, and then it'll just have a code. Like yeah, well, definitely, with, and in the not in the box or or uh, maybe like on top of the box or maybe like inserted into the box somewhere. See, also, and, there's no physical like there's no physical disc with it or cartridge or anything. Yeah, um, which is a shame because I'd have liked the physical version for it for the Switch. Yeah, I, I I don't really mind. It's fine. Sonic Forces though, I'll I'll buy that one. But that, Sonic Forces. Is it coming that, to Switch as well? Yeah. Yep, it's coming to Switch as well. That's fine with me. I'll be getting that then day one. I do think, like I said, it's just going to be Sonic Generations two. Possibly, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, with that one, like day one, I'll buy it on PS4, and then I'll buy it on Switch down the line. And then if I'm going to collect all the Sonic games, I'll buy it on Xbox at some point as well. Yeah. But, yeah, but no, I, I, um, the Switch is definitely here to stay. Yeah, definitely. But I think that, that like. That's kind of an achievable one, and uh, like for getting all the UK released Sonic games that were brought out physical, um, and I think it's gonna be fun to do it as well because like we get we get a lot of them in at work, um, like the Master System and the Mega Drive one, so those will be like easy to pick up, and same with the PS2 and GameCube and that. Uh, but the like the other ones that will be a bit tougher to track down, like Gear Knuckles, Chaotix, and and whatnot. Yeah, and the Pico games I don't think will be very easy to play. It'd be very easy to get. <clears throat> yeah, no, that, that'll be like. So the first goal is to like get them all, and then the, the second goal will be to like actually be able to play them. So like, yeah, I'll, the, I'll pick, the Game I'll Gear pick one's up good some luck. Of those. <laughs> yeah, so I'll pick up some of those uh, systems to be able to actually like try them. Because I mean, there's a lot of those games that I've never even played them. Like, cause I, I looked into it and I'm like, what the fuck is this game? I've never even heard of this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> See, I don't know, like. um I can't justify collecting like that when I've got a lot of those games digital. Um, it's nice to collect, but I'm already in the middle of collecting like everything else. That like I've got my Star Wars collection, which yeah. I'm very picky about because certain pieces is what I want for it. I don't collect like specific lines. Like I don't want like yeah. say all of the Black Series. I want certain ones. Um, I'm working my way through because it's quite cool what they've done for Rebels. Because obviously they've got kind of a cartoony look in the TV show. They've got like the almost if they were a real character look for the Black Series. So I've got Sabine and um, <clears throat> uh, Kanan already, but obviously they're going to do Ezra and Hera and stuff like that. But <clears throat> I don't know, like, I'm not really in the middle of specifically... Oh, I am my Gokaija, which is the Japanese Super Sentai version of Super Mega Force with Pirate oh. Power Rangers. Hmm. I just won the green one. Which it's difficult for me to collect because this is made by SH Figures, which, as you know, once they're done, they're done. Like the new series of Sentai's out, so you can't get the old ones. The only one I'm needing now is the pink, uh, pink Gokai. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they came with pre-order bonuses, right? In the ship, they've got like pirate wheels. Each of them, you can only get them if you pre-ordered the figures. So to find a like aftermarket second, not aftermarket, um, secondary market, basically, you know, like one with the wheels, very difficult. And this guy, I won it at fifteen pound, which is unheard of because these things sold at like thirty, forty quid. Um, 
Yeah, and I do want to have all of them. I've got like the silver, red, blue, and they're highly detailed. You know, these are the ones with like 18 different hands, you know, so that you can <laughs> pose them in different ways and stuff. But I just want to get all of them. And there is a couple that they released the figure arts for the enemies, the bad guys. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to go down that route. Um, I've kind of stopped my Assassin's Creed figures when the game's got shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would, as in game collecting, like the Switch is a cool idea to have them all. But I, I just, I'm, as much as we kind of hope that it would be shovelware free, I've just got this feeling that after Christmas starting next year, we will get shovelware. Yeah, but I don't, I don't necessarily mind that because those are games that. I can pick up down a line dirt cheap. Like I don't oh, yeah. to buy. The, I, I won't buy every game day one only if it's going to be like a rare game, like uh, Disgaea Five. I think is probably going to be rare because I don't think yeah. they're going to make too many copies of that, and like I don't think too many people will buy it. So there's not going to be a lot of copies around later on down the line. Yeah. So I'll probably buy that. <laughs> Plus, like it looks like a cool game, so I'll probably buy that like when it comes out. Yeah, I and don't know. The, like games, I... the games that I was going to buy day one anyway, like your Mario Kart and Mario Odyssey and uh, Splatoon Two and that sort of shit. Like I buy those anyway just to play them. So what are the next? What is the games? This like the next big game is Mario Kart. But when's the next one coming? Like when's the next big game? Or are we still waiting for that? Like obviously I know Splatoon Two is the summer, but I mean yep. that's a big gap between April and say June, July. Yeah, I mean I don't think there's any more like quote unquote. Maze obviously. Games. Street Fighter's obviously in May. Yeah, um, hold on, I'll just look up. Uh, but, but yeah, like, uh, so just now you've, there's only like, the launch games plus Lego City. Like, physical. <laughs> and that's, in the UK, that's it. It has been Heroes did get a US release uh, as a physical cart. But it it's out on our store. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it didn't, didn't come but out. But you can still get that because it's it's multi-region. Yeah, I know, but like, I'm not sure I want to go down that route. Because <laughs> that means Japanese, I'm going to... Yeah, because then I'm going to need to buy all the Japanese games as well. So I'm not 100% sure that I want to do it's, that. It's funny you talk, you're talking about doing this because I watched a guy that won the Guinness Book of Record for the largest video game collection ever and it was something like 50,000 games. He's got like a complete yeah. collection of PS2 titles... He's got like a complete collection of NES, SNES, uh, Japanese and American, and like the room that he's got them in is basically like the size of a shop. Yeah, well, I mean, that will look like our shops. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> With the amount of yeah. shit we have in it, like that's insane. Yeah. I, I don't and he says have... he's played every game that he's bought. He oh, doesn't just buy them to keep them in the box sealed. None of his games are sealed. He's played okay. every single one of them. <laughs> cool. Oh, that's probably the best type of collectors. Like, that's cool. Yeah, you should check out the video. Anyone listening as well, like it's quite a good. Yeah. I can't. I seen it on YouTube. If you just look Guinness Book of Record largest video game collection, and he's Australian, I'm sure it is. And there was some people t- saying it was bullshit. There was he says there's over twenty thousand that he didn't submit to the record. Can you imagine being that Guinness worker that had to count them all? Oh my god! <laughs> and you would have to confirm the actual game was in every box as well. Yeah. So it'd be like the biggest trade network ever. I mean, he probably just went in and went. Oh yeah, okay, there we go. That'll do. <laughs> No, he would have because it's because it's official. We'd have to count them. Yeah, right enough. Yeah, which is um, insane. But surely it would be think... more than more than one person would, would be counting that. You would assume. Yeah, you would need you need to have a team for each section, like a couple of people doing snares, a couple of people doing Mega Drive. Like, um, he says that his his next thing he's starting is arcade games. I think I can't remember, but he's got like some games that there's only like two copies in the world of and shit like that. It's unreal. Hmm. But yeah. 
I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we're finish up. Yeah, Disgaea is coming out in in May, and then uh, by anyway, the Afterbirth Plus is coming out. I think it's they said it's Q two, so sometime between now and June, July. That one. That's a really nice. expensive game, though, for like what it is for Binding of Isaac. £35 it is. For Binding mm. of Isaac, that's fucking like really expensive. I'm not buying that. Like, I think the next game, obviously, I'm getting Mario Kart is pre ordered. It's coming yep. <clears throat> two weeks' time. Two weeks on Friday, I'll get that, and that's the start of my holiday, so that's good. And then, obviously, May, the only one that I see is Street Fighter. But I don't mind there only being one game a month that I really need to buy for it, because, like, look at the PlayStation just now. <laughs> that's like yeah, three so or four games every hundreds. week. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the Switch is putting out, like, about like two or three games every week, like indie games. But then mm. those games are not for everybody, and a lot of them are, like, I, the Neo Geo games and stuff. <clears throat> As you know, the Switch obviously has got the online and the what you call it the the Nintendo classics still haven't released on it. They've not released like the usual Mario's and Sonics and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think they said that the eShop for that the stuff for that is going to be in the summer as well, didn't they? I think they said when they they announced the online service. They haven't uh, they haven't said yet, but I assume that it's. I would hope that they would do it during E three or like immediately. After yeah, and say Mario is available now. Yeah, yeah, like oh, the, the but, virtual console <clears throat> is going to be out tomorrow or like virtual next console. week or that sort of thing. Yeah, because I mean, there was rumours of like Super Mario Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion being mm. launch titles, and that would have been awesome because I definitely yeah. well, I never played much of either of those, um, but I'll definitely pick up Mario Sunshine because that's apart from the Galaxy ones, which gave me so ahead. That's mm. about the only main Mario title, which is actually pretty good, um, and obviously that's where they get the idea of Splatoon from, I reckon. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I've I've never played it much, so I'm guessing that'll be priced about twenty quid, and that's that's fine because I don't have a GameCube and I don't plan on buying one. Yeah, I've I've never played Sunshine or Luigi's Mansion, so I would definitely buy those. Yeah, and obviously you've got the other classics that will end up coming to it because it makes sense that Virtual Console is going to be for GameCube because they've not had the GameCube on it at all. Yeah, GameCube then back is fine. I don't think you should go up to anything like on the Wii. The Wii. Like, Wii or the Wii U. I mean, I suppose they did do some Wii games, <laughs> did they not, on the Wii U? Well, they could release Sky, um, Skyward Sword. would be a good move for them mm. on the Switch. Yeah, Twilight Princess. Is what, or they could do the uh, the GameCube version of Twilight Princess. Yeah, they could totally do that. Yeah, I'd probably... I'd never finished Twilight Princess. I've played it loads, but never finished it. Yeah, it's decent. It's not as good as Breath of the Wild, though. Not many Zelda games as good as Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I was having an in-depth conversation about whether Ocarina of Time's better than it, and I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> I haven't played it recently in the 3DS again. Mm. It's, even even the updates, just it's not on the same scale as this. Like mm. nostalgia takes over for a lot of people. Ocarina, yep. once you've played this Zelda game and put time into it, you realise this is just the total evolution of Zelda. Like this is almost like a a refresh of the series of with the direction it needs to go in. Uh, it makes me totally excited for the Switch only Zelda that will probably come in about three years. Yeah, well, it'll be all well away. But yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild just outstanding. Yeah. To play more. For quote-unquote a Wii U game. Yeah, <laughs> a port of a Wii U game. It's definitely better yeah. than Switch. Like, playing a handheld is awesome. Mm, and the loading, no loading times, basically. Well, there is many loading times, but nothing nothing extreme, you know. Bits and you can skip like, most of it. Yeah, I mean, when you go in and out of the shrines, there's like a small load and then when you're uh, obviously there's the initial load into it but apart from that yeah it's... but I mean it's not nothing compared to the Wii U pulling it off the disc yeah no <laughs> yeah we'll finish up there then man 
yes, but yes, we'll get out of here. Uh, Gaming History 101 will be on in about 15 minutes. Um, they are running, uh, Fred is running late tonight, so he'll be on just about 15 minutes or so. Okay, so uh, tune in next week. We'll have Ross back and hopefully get his top 50. But uh, yeah, keep listening. You'll get the B team later on and Gaming History 101 next. So thanks for listening and tune in next week. Bye.